Okay, here we go. Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like some Winston Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in radio land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live on this, the last Saturday of July in the year 2019. I'm Adam K. the Brewmeister. The year is like more than half over. And yeah. I don't know why that surprises you guys every week. Everyone's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Because it's literally surprising. How old are you now? 36. All right. See, in another 10 years, when you're that much closer to death, you'll see how, <laughs> you'll see how important and how it feels when He's life He's the starts. same age as I am. He doesn't care about living. <laughs> you want him to worry about dying? I Everybody bet you he does. does worry about dying. Everybody does. I don't think so. Only, you, only unless... I, listen, I can tell you without a fact, just based on stuff he's done at work, his life being in danger is not a concern to him at all on any level. Have you ever been close to death, Adam? Like, have you ever had, like, a near-death experience? I don't think so. Would you care? <laughs> he doesn't think so. Like, he's not sure, well, right? Well, why? Yeah. Like, he doesn't do things. I think he cares about his life because he doesn't eat sugar. Like, wh- why think, doesn't he eat I sugar? J- I just think that's a preferential quirk. He drinks gallons of booze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no sugar? Nothing? <laughs> no. Zero. No, his mom, his mom sends him. No, grandma. Uh, grandma. Grandma sends him a batch. I'm sure she's not listening, so you don't mind if I say this. No. She sends him like a basket. Maybe I should text her. Awesome cookies and brownies and stuff Don't every year that we all devour. At they work. are amazing, but oh, he never has one, and he, she doesn't know. And he no, and he tells her when she calls. Oh, the cookies were delicious. <laughs> no, I tell everyone at the office loved them. <laughs> everyone, see, he doesn't lie. Everybody at the office did love them. Sorry to tell you, you had a lot of sugar this morning with that Cuban coffee. It's okay. So yeah. it's, not a, it's not a sugar thing. It's just that he won't eat a sweets thing. Mm-hmm. He always tells me he doesn't have sugar. That's what he tells me. He gets his sugar he from alcohol. He consumes gallons of alcohol, right? Dude. But he gets it from alcohol. Yeah, I don't eat sweets. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, you would. I if, dude, if I ever make any him, kind of real money, I've been money, around him for almost a decade. It's nothing stunning or. If I ever make any kind of real money in my life, I'm doing a documentary on him, and you're going to watch it and love it. No it's going to be your you favorite documentary. I'm going to be like the commentator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I got the whole thesis down <laughs> on his existence. Why do you think he still works for me? I'm probably the only guy that gets him. <laughs> Now that calls for a beer. Good call, Colin. <laughs> Dang Skippy, it does. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a very exciting show with me, of course, Honest Abe, Paul, the producer. With limited breaks. Limited breaks. We're going limited commercial format. breaks. Yes, only three breaks. So I met with the renderer yesterday. Ooh. Oh. New studios are in the process. Oh, I didn't That's know fantastic. we were talking about it Why not? officially on the air. Who cares? All right. I don't care. I just. You no, know. man. We were building our own studio, state of the art facility. And we do work with Coop, so we want to be teaser free and rumor free. Yes, are, are we not teasing? <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, man. Listen, man. It's, it's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be a very clubhouse, man cave kind of studio, and we're going old school, man. We're doing going to be doing it. We're going to be doing all our broadcasts in front of a live audience. I can't wait, man. Yeah, you know, going to be times, able to smoke. Yeah, be able to smoke, and there's going to be a bar in the studio. Nice. There we go. 
Yep. All right, cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. And, yeah ho- hopefully, we, uh, my, my goal, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, my goal is to get it done before 2020. Okay. So and and we'll be closer to, uh, to Espinosa Premium yeah. Cigars. A lot so, closer. Yeah, so that'll work for you. Miami, yeah. so, <laughs> a lot closer. Easier with, for the With, rides. of course, our Mitchell Maker for today, of course, the aforementioned Mr. Eric Espinosa Jr. Thank you, thank you. My man. My man. Hakuna Matata. I saw the Lion King. Even though, you're, even though you're not a junior, you still always go by junior, which always... Does that bother you? Or Why is he not you a junior? Well, because he's not an officially a junior. We talked about this during the KMA late night. I forgot. What's the officially a junior? Like you, you have the exact same name. Isn't he Eric Espinosa? He is Eric Espinosa, but the middle name is different. Oh, the middle name's got to be the yes. same. To well, be that's a not the only thing. Remember, he a Junior told us last time on KMA Late Night that his father's real name is not Eric. Oh, that's right. What is right. Your dad's name? I, I know this fact. What is your dad's? You guys gonna be in trouble already, man? <laughs> it's right. it's this early, this oh, just early, wait. Man. What's your dad's? He would, name they again? wouldn't tell us. No, I I know it. I've oh, do you? It before. I think yeah. he's got it on Facebook. You guys want to go check it out? Yeah, yeah. what is it? I oh, know he probably it has to now because you <laughs> have to have your real time. name. What's his real name? Orestes. 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 Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now I'm fired. Thank I knew that. Appreciate it. Hey, bro. Orestes, bro. That's funny. <laughs> he, you know, he's managed to keep that under the radar pretty good for all these years. Oh yeah, his son like told everybody on the air during the KMA late night. We we got a got a whiskey or two in him, and he I, was like, "Hey, guess what? I, yeah, actually, I, think was- <laughs> I, I actually knew that before. I've seen it. I think we, I think when your dad first created a Facebook account, he created it with that name. Yeah, I think he let it slip out there one way or another. Yeah. Some format early on, but yeah, <laughs> dude, Eric, just so you know. When I opened uh, our second retail location, had right. a big grand opening. I think we had like seven companies there, and Drew Estate was one of them. At which point, his father was the Drew Estate rep. Eleven-year-old Eric Espinosa Jr. worked that table at that event. That's awesome. Yes, sir. I did. I think I got a picture of it somewhere. I got to dig it up, put it on KMA uh, this week. But literally, like his little eleven-year-old kid sat there. Yeah, I remember going to school with acid shirts and all the teachers being like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> Are you kidding? That's yeah. so funny." Uh, the old school ones, the black with the just yellow acid. Yeah, well, that's all they could afford, one color yeah, yeah. shirts back then. <laughs> one color printing. Probably this is the cheapest yeah. screen printing that money could buy. Probably Marvin and Jonathan were doing it in the garage. Jeez. Marvin, Marvin, add the yellow. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we have an exciting show today. <laughs> it's going to be a great show. We're, get, we're getting into it before we get into it. Oh, yes, very much so. It's going to be a great show. We've got a lot to talk about. Eric's got a lot of cool stuff that he's in the works on. The did you bring Lux. cigars? Did you bring stuff? I did. I brought you the guys the new Los Angeles. Nice. Show it off a little nice. bit to you guys. Not only did he do that, he bought food. Normally, we're supposed to cater, yeah, but, but, uh-huh. but Paul can't get us an intern. He bought pastelitos from Miami and Cuban coffee. I mean, this is, you should come on every week. I, I love when an Espinosa comes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. They, they, they know how to they know how to treat you. They always bring uh, they always bring. I got them nice and fresh pastries. And, yeah, I've had two already. I'm not gonna lie. I I could tell. <laughs> I could tell. Paul, I hope your uh, belt buckle is still belt buttoned. No, it's not. My 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 shorts button, the top button, is unbuttoned today. Well, I I will probably have one because you know Nimish Nimish called me yesterday, uh-huh. and um, he's like, it's really funny because we're both exactly on the same page. Like we both kind of really haven't started phase two of our competition. That's what I keep asking you every time we have our meeting. I'm like, you're putting sugar in your coffee? What are you doing? What's well, phase two? Well, we have we have a second now round that. We're going to go whoever loses the most weight by November 8th, and we're going to have an event. We, you know, we're doing an event. It, I knew the first one, yeah. The, well, yeah, the drag no, and all that. No, no, but there's a guaranteed loser on November 8th. Okay. Someone's coming to the event dressed in drag. Whoever loses <laughs> the least amount of weight. 
There's one Suck-alicious. person guaranteed. So like Nimish and I are both because like, since I went to Chicago, I, I ain't gonna lie. I think I gained like 10, 11 pounds. Had a couple pizzas over there. Oh, I had a, a lot of hot dogs. And since I came back, I really haven't hit it hard. And then Nimish is the same way. I think he said he was up like 13 pounds. And we're both like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I really, I bought all the groceries yesterday. I'm hitting the ground hard Monday. Going to go back right. on it. And he's like, I'm in the same boat. I said, we're, we're both not worried because we believe that Saka lied on the, first, on the first round. I don't think he lost the weight that he said he lost. I think he's already like 15 or 20 pounds but, behind because we know the goal weight. So that's the way right, you're right, using right. as your starting point. There's no need to weigh yourself. So I, we both believe like he's 10, 15 pounds, if not 20. Behind the starting point, so like we're already like you know we got we got a cushion, man. We'll hit it hard for the next couple of months. We'll be fine. So we're both we both may be overly confident, you know. And Steve may just like be the turtle in the in the hair and blow right by us, and you know come up all skinny and stuff. And maybe me and Nish will be uh, dressing in drag. But I I, I see a female Sasquatch in the future. <laughs> you see the future already coming. Yeah, I see a female Sasquatch in high heels. He didn't send any photos on the scale or anything like that. Listen to me, he's the only one who really didn't post a before and after picture. Both Nimish and I did, which showed you know substantial weight loss. Right, okay. right, right. And then when I finally and when I when he put when he met his goal, he, he put a screenshot of the app and the chart. That was like, <laughs> oh, I met my goal. So <laughs> I'm busting his balls, but I mean. The the first body, full body shot I saw of him was in the trade show. I'm like, oh, dude. I mean, you look like you lost some weight, but you don't look like you've lost like 55 pounds weight, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But the next the next uh, the next part of the contest is going to be an official weigh in. You know, they're going to come here. Scales and all. Oh that yeah, there? we're weighing in. Oh legit. That loser is going to get dressed in drag. You know, no one's try- <laughs> No one's going to believe an app or a screenshot of your app. You're- you got to have a professional makeup artist there or something like my that. Wife. Do it there. Oh, perfect. My there wife. You go. Awesome. If I lose, dude, I'm going to be one pimping person in drag. <laughs> gonna be a beautiful- I'm going to be one beautiful person in drag. I will even shave my beard, uh, which oh. has only happened like once or twice since high school. Wow. Well, I went to a Catholic high school, so right. I wasn't allowed to have a beard for four years. So, like, the day I graduated, it was really funny because I grew the beard. Like, I started growing it every Monday, so by Friday I could buy beer for the weekends. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the, the dean used to look for me. He got, he got smart, started looking for me on Fridays. I mean, he, would, he pulled me out of exam once. And then he'd go make you shave in the office, and they had a razor in there from, like, 1972. Uh. Literally. With no shaving cream, so I started getting smart and started packing my own razors like in my pocket. <laughs> so you knew you were gonna shave <laughs> if I got caught. But the whole point was to have like a nice, like almost beard. So when I go buy alcohol on the weekends, no one give me a hard time, you know. So gotcha. that was the plan. So yeah, I've kind of had a beard consistently after high school. Wow. Well, it stopped growing on my head, so I figured it had uh, to grow somewhere. How early did it stop growing on your head? I started uh, shedding probably my freshman year in college. Oh really? Yeah. Well, mine was much later than I started, that. I started. I started. Well, I mean, shedding. I didn't go bald. But yeah. I started shedding. Like I started noticing like a lot of hair in the drain. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> you know? Because you know you don't conceive it's ever going to happen. And then like probably by year two or or three, it got like really bad. And then I did the hair club for men thing. Oh, you did? Size Sperling. Wait, I'm not, I'm not only a member. I'm a client. So wait, I'm, did not, you, or, I'm not only the owner. I'm a client. Did you yeah. do the surgery? It's not a surgery. What is it? Hair Club for Men was like really early in the days when it just kind of got started. Early 90s. Yeah. You had to have like some kind of hair because whatever they attached was attached to your hair. Oh, so it's a hair piece. A it, system. It's a hair system. That's exactly what it is. They, they, they would cut a track around your head. Yeah. I mean, the system really works the best for the guys who just had the the monk, the dome. Like me. No, dude. You're bald. 
Yeah. What are you talking about? The back of dude, my head, dude, over no, head. Dude, your front. I don't wanna... Yeah, exactly. The front. I'm talking about yeah. full frontal head. Full frontal hair. Oh, I don't have full frontal hair. No, and they just got the dome spot. That really works the best because then you don't have to attach your front hairline. But I had no front hair, so they dig a track in. Then they put this like. The thing. Listeners are saying, "Well, I guess the hair club doesn't work." Great no. testimonial. I don't think it's still around at all. Yeah, it is. It is. Nah, they, they can't use it. There's so much new technology. I yeah. doubt that anybody's still using this kind of a system. No, they still run infomercials. I know. Hair club for men, mm-hmm. but the system can't be the same. It's Maybe it's more not advanced. the same yeah. system. Yeah. But listen, I mean, it put a, it was literally a screen, a thin screen with real human hair attached. And then they it would they would literally like m- merge it, glue it, yeah, well, like a into your track. But the problem is, if you had no front hairline, they had nothing to glue it to, uh, right? Because I had okay. no front hairline, right? So then they made these double stick pieces of tape that you had to stick on the bottom side of the front of the screen, then press it down on your forehead. I can't believe you and were then, so and vain, they, and then hope that when you're you know driving down the road or something, that a gust of wind doesn't come and lift the front of your. I've seen that before you know, on the it, golf yeah. course. I've so seen guys. I did it for about. I, I literally did it for about six months. And then just threw everything out, ripped it, ripped it off my head. How, it was expensive, no? I don't remember. I mean, how expensive it was, but I mean, it was just like I was. I went from going in and out of the shower, like to like now forty minute bad hair days, mousse, gel, shampoo, conditioner. I said, screw this. But I got this some is madness. I, I want to see pictures. With, I'll, I'll post them. I got some pictures with a hairpiece. The picture in my office with uh, John Belushi mm-hmm. and uh, Joey Pantaloni. Yeah. That's a hairpiece. Oh, I, I've actually noticed that you had hair in that picture. That's a so. hairpiece. Yeah. So, huh. yeah, it lasted about six months. I came to my senses and just threw it all out. I did Rogaine for years, and it seemed to, like, halt it, but it didn't make it better. And then eventually, it's just so much. You got to do it, like, a couple times a day and massage uh. it. And I'm like, all right, forget it. I'm, I mean, I'm not the best-looking guy to begin with, so is oh, the no. hair really going to help? No. Yeah, giveaway. No. 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 That's that's why my, my camera isn't working now, because uh, I'm not good-looking enough. I broke the camera. Are you cameraless? I am cameraless, but, uh, but we have the wide shot. What happened? The same thing that happened last week, but it, it all came back because it's the new computer. It really? didn't fry anything, so it's that that camera must be bad. So all I right. threw it to the side. That works. But we're fine. Everything's, everything's up and running. Please. Well done. I wasn't going to mention it because nobody knew anything. It was just one camera was working, which was yours, so you were talking. So are you all ready for tomorrow? <sighs> yeah. Well, you don't want to uh, talk dude, about it? It's, it's just I feel bad talking about it in front of him, in front of Adam. Because I feel so bad that stupid. Adam wasn't invited. He absolutely could care less that he's not no, going. Do you know how many times go. he's mentioned and it he to me this week? he doesn't want to be there. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Adam. No, he, he doesn't. does not. He wouldn't admit it if do he you, did. Do you see what... He so would. No. Do you see what denial this guy lives in? He actually thinks... Dude, I don't want to come to your birthday party. <laughs> your wife does, though. And, yeah, that's what she tells you. She's just nice. I was pretty... No I, was, parent, I bet when, my when wife start, that she would show when up. When you start getting invited to all your little kids' friends' birthday parties, you let me know how much you want to go. <laughs> it's a first birthday party. Who I won't invite you every crap? year. Yeah, it's the one the kid won't remember me being there. So what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> I'll remember. He wrote, Axel turns Uno. I'm like, who's Uno and why is Axel turning him? Because that's where he wrote the invitation. <laughs> Axel turns Uno. Well, like, hold on. I didn't write Uno? the invitation. <laughs> who is Uno, and why is this poor kid turning him? It's a it's a uh, fiesta themed oh, birthday party. Lovely. So there's tacos from uh, your favorite taco place in Wellington, Don Chepo's. Oh, Have there's been... nothing cheap about Don Chepo's. No, <laughs> I don't know why they chose that name. They're like literally the most expensive tacos on earth. They are. They're pretty good though. Go on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's two, when we go. Two dollar Tuesdays, and it's family friendly. So we bring the baby, and we just throw him it's out there, so and he runs around. Friendly, but on Tuesdays it is before like seven o'clock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't get out of work before seven. I'm not union. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's so not family friendly. But we take our kids there anyway. I mean, they're all drinking margaritas, and, and they got the, the toys outside for them. So you know, whatever. it's not family friendly. 
Huh, you no. can tell yourself that because you want to go there, but it's not family friendly. We brought them. We brought the baby to that fancy restaurant right around the corner, Kalu's, and he was that's running around. So not fancy. Uh, well, I mean, it's the fanciest restaurant in that it, area. It's okay, but it's, that's so not. You fancy. know what I mean? Yeah, but I like, know. I didn't think it was a place for a baby, and he we was running around with no shoes no, on place, and a no. jumper. We took our kids everywhere. Yeah, we do too. We took them everywhere. I I think it's good for them. You have to teach them. Yeah, you have to teach them. But yeah, we we go our kid, we take our kids everywhere. We don't let them stop us from going anywhere. They need to know how to react in the environment. You got this, Junior? For when uh, you know you're ready. Are you ready to pop any out yet? How's <laughs> we life? were just talking. Married about. life is great. <laughs> are you guys are you still in the romance phase? We're still in the romance phase. Really? Yes, sir. So tell us, tell us. Uh, it's only been what seven months or something? February. So five. Great smoke. Five. Literally yeah. the great smoke. Five months. The great smoke right. weekend. Yeah. None so, of you guys showed up, man. I was messed up. <laughs> I invited all you guys. <laughs> my invite must have gotten lost in the mail. Yeah, I didn't see my invite. <laughs> <laughs> Need a little bit more. Um, seriously, tell us a funny antidote, post antidote story. Post antidote? Yeah, I mean, something like after marriage, you know, funny or you didn't expect or something. Come on, something's got to happen. Swam somewhere. with sharks. You're going on Instagram. That was crazy. I wasn't expecting that. We took oh, I got to look at that. Are you talking about going in at bed at night with your wife or really swimming with sharks? <laughs> <laughs> I got him trouble, going. <laughs> yeah, so we went to Bora Bora. I wanted to go. We uh, tried to do a real small wedding because uh, we both come from real big families. Basically, just a family. It would have been about 300 people when we did our oh list. Oh, my God. 300, 325 yeah. people. Yeah. So we start, you know, taking that number way down and then realizing that we're just going to hurt too many people. So we said real, real close family. We ended up with like 90. And we said, you know what? All this money that we're going to save, let's just take a great trip. We went to Bora Bora. And that was awesome, and the scenery was beautiful. We dove with sharks and shark-infested waters. The only thing that let me down was it's there's nothing to do after ten o'clock. Oh, if really? you get a midnight snack, bro, or you're starving, or something I, like that, you're married now. There's nothing bro, to do after ten o'clock anyway. You go to bed. I have to teach you what to do after ten o'clock on your honeymoon. <laughs> then then you, your dad obviously, your dad obviously didn't have the conversation with you he should have had before you got married. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, there sh- really shouldn't be looking for stuff to do. At ten o'clock at night on your honeymoon. Oh, that's true. It is your honeymoon. Yeah. All right. Let's be real. No, no but I was saying me. there's no, there's no, there was no bar. There's no kitchen. There's no food. There's no party. There's no music. Is there a there's liquor no light. No, you have to because in town during the day is there a liquor store? Yeah, yeah, there is. Buy stuff. So at ten o'clock at night, you make your wife a cocktail. You come all James Bondish. You set there the with bubble the bath up. Yeah, you put the, the ropes pedals on the bed. Yeah, all no, right. The internet and I the photos are you. beautiful. The internet <laughs> and the magazines are beautiful. But the way that works is that you have the island, and then all these resorts that are on the water are off that island in a real small island. So I call for a taxi, and a boat comes, and it takes you like an hour into the mainland. <laughs> well, so you the way it works, up and be ready for that. Well, yeah, trip. but but there's only one one uh, taxi driver that will take or boat that will take it to the mainland like at eight o'clock in the morning. So you call for a taxi, and they're they're there yeah, an hour boat. and forty five minutes later. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then it was like, I didn't you like, sound like all the people that work for you, bro. I don't want to hear the excuses. There's no excuses, make bro. it happen, bro. You make it happen. I did. I found a local to bring me back to the thing to pick <laughs> me up there in the morning. So so tell me. I don't want to know about swinging with sharks. Tell me some relationship stuff. Yeah, the post marriage stuff. What have you? Uh, oh, I didn't see that coming. Exactly Come the things that the things that happened that you were like, wow, I, this is. I forgot all the cool and shocking stuff after my marriage. I want to relive it a little bit. Tell me uh, all the. I don't some, got anything, man? We've been together for ten years. It's probably going to start forty. I was. With we, for 10 we, years. we didn't change, man. We we're best friends, and were we you got, living we got married because that what? Did you live together before you got married? So we were together for what eight and a half, nine years, and okay. then uh, I bought, I wanted to buy a house. So, oh, seven years. So I want to buy a house first to make sure that we're compatible, that we can live so together. Live together before you get smart. No, 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 oh, no, no. Oh yeah, correct. For the two years, I bought the house, and then then we said, all right, we're compatible. Let's do it. So, so we did live together. Yes, smart. yes, yeah, smart yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did I Definitely. give you that advice? 
Could have been. I, I, I've always said that. Could've you got to live with somebody. But wait, so does that mean the house is in your name? The house was in our, in my, the first one that I bought was in my oh, name. Oh, so that you're in a different house now. Right. Correct. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. I, I was thinking in my head, I that's a smart idea. I think my house is still in my name. Really? I think so. I guess it doesn't matter, though. It doesn't though, matter. It goes to my trust. Once you're married. It goes to my wife anyway. Right. right. It doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I think my house Well, is I'm saying if name. she up and leaves you one day, you know, it's your house. And it doesn't work that way after seven years, dude. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, she gets I, half of yeah, everything. I mean, mm, dude, more like 75%. I love guys who say that. So listen. If she leaves me, she's taking four children with her. What am I going to do? Put her in an apartment? <laughs> I'm not saying you, know you would I mean? do I that. But... You say that. Yeah. You know, oh, 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 she leaves me. Dude, she's taking your kids with you. <laughs> yeah, babe, I got your suite at the Motel 6. You'll be set. You're good to go. <laughs> yon, yon. Have a fun time. Send a postcard. <laughs> we didn't officially introduce our guest the, the correct Who way. Who is he? What do you mean, who is he? Oh, is he our guest? Eric Espinosa Jr. I thought he was a co-host. Uh, well, he usually is, too. He's, he just him. hangs out. I love this kid. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me here, man. Oh, not a problem. Oh, I got stories. Oh, oh no. Let's do it. Are we oh, getting I, into I, that? I, I did some. No, not yet. Okay. I, got, I got a torment. I got some infiltration. I got stuff you don't know I know. Well, listen, he's he's oh, very no, nervous. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got stories and pictures. Pictures? Oh, let me yeah. Let me tell you something, Eric. There is a mole... In your organization, there's a big fat mole. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. In your organization. <laughs> what? Did I just give it away? Uh, Dude, I am not. I'm no not going there. Hashtag, no names. By no the names. Way, <laughs> hold on. Did you catch that post last night? Of what? On Facebook. Uh, I loved it. Which, somebody, somebody, somebody uh, who's making a post on. Um, I guess uh, Risty Risty made a post about how his episode last week is. It's like it's got almost eight thousand views. Yeah. Right now. It's just cranking, right? And uh, somebody said, you know, you know, I love the fact that you went on KMA and I got an email that says smoking cigars, you know, uh, is now being, uh, it's now selling JSK cigars, you know. Some manufacturers just don't have the guts and are too proud. I won't mention any names. <laughs> no, I didn't oh, see that. It's hilarious. You got to oh find God. that. I, I, I just started cracking up. I wrote hashtag no names. <laughs> that but is funny. Everybody knows who he was talking to. It was fun. It was good. Oh, that's great. So yeah, hashtag no names. I can't tell you them all, but well, I've uh, seen I've seen a lot of conversation on our Facebook page, uh, the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page between you, Risty, and Skip Martin. Well, I mean, listen, I you know, Skip Martin called us a bully. Did you see that? I saw. He thinks we're bullies. I think he's joking. You still haven't got him on yet? Nah. Oh listen, yeah, last time you were on, listen, I know you still. I, I I really I Skip Martin is like my white whale now. Like in, in, in like literally too, he's like my white whale. <laughs> he's like my white whale. I, I I would love to literally because listen, he was on the show once. Oh, I didn't yep. know that. Yes, he was. He was. I believe he was on the show once. He did a call in, of course. Right. I think John Barron was the producer. We didn't know who Roma Craft was, and I didn't even know who he was because you know we get guests like that with yeah. these new companies, and I don't know who they are. But so there, you know, it was. It had to be. I'm, I'm actually going to look it up now and watch it, but. Yeah, yeah I'll have to find it. It's an interesting interview, right? Of course. Because now it would be so colorful yeah. if I had him on. I would love to have him on to, to go at it for two hours. I, I mean, I have no, like, I don't know if anybody thinks like me and Skip have issues. I have no personal issues. I doubt Skip has any personal issues with me. We're just having social media I, fun. I actually think that Skip, now that, now that we've all gotten to speak on social media and I talk to him once in a while on Facebook, I think he actually is enjoying this. I, oh, I yeah. think he likes well, it. I, he likes social media and he likes social media banter, but... I'm enjoying it. I already told him. I said, "Listen, when we build our first, when we build our studio, you're going to be our first guest, no matter what, and you can't say no." I already told him that. 
We're going to have to send a chopper for him. I don't care. I'm gonna, I'll, go, I'll, I'll, I'll go kidnap him, bag him, throw him in a van next time he lands in America and bring him down here against his will. I, sounds like I mean, a good plan. We'd have to have like four big dudes, oh, he's, but they'll get him. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's people we can call. We, he's he's only okay. ever in two, one of two places. He's either in Austin or in Texas, SLE, yeah. So, Well, it was his birthday this week, so happy, birth, happy birthday, Skipster. Episode hey. 139. He posted... Uh, really? What did he say? Episode, episode 139. 139. Thank you very much. My man. Wow, Colin's wow. awesome. Told you. I'm gonna I, have to I, listen to I it. I knew he was on, but like, literally I didn't know you know, John said, Hey, I got this guy named Skip from this company called Roma Crad. You as yeah, that's fine, put him on. I mean, I mean I didn't even know how to That's your John Barron impression? Oh, that's pretty much what he sounded like. What, what's what's my Yeah, giveaway. I don't do impressions. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I can't get myself feminine and girly enough to do an impersonation. Uh, okay, here we go. There we go. All right. We, you guys are aggressive on here, buddy. Oh, dude, Bro. you don't even know. Just wait. We didn't even get into your interview yet. <laughs> we're just opening the show. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some of the new projects that uh, Eric's got going on at Espinosa Cigars. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Experience the new Henry Clay Warhawk, a robust and complex cigar that's inspired by the rebellious roots of Henry Clay. The first of a three-part series honoring the life of the great statesman, this cigar is made with the best tobaccos grown and hand-rolled by the Grupo de Maestros at La Flor de Copen in Honduras. And it's not your typical Connecticut. This is a Henry Clay. Stand up, be different, and smoke a Warhawk. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer to the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife, Terry, and our son, Christopher, a.k.a. Christoph. When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Christoph to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Christoph Sweet Tip Cuban Selection. For Chris, our Sumatra. And for me, our original Maduro. Enhance your family time with Christoph Cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale aged for 10 years and then barrel aged. In bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sungrown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Hey, this is Clay from La Plena Cigar Company. My likes and dislikes, long walks in the park, old-school gangster films, wrestling grizzly bears with Abe. Dislikes, smelly feet, flight attendants with an attitude, and Friday afternoon traffic. What I know you will like is the La Polina family of fine cigars, such as Mr. Sam, Bronze Label, and our highly rated classic series. But let's not forget the limited edition Goldie. Quality forever, La Polina Cigars. 
Placencia Cigars has been one of the world's leading growers of first-class tobacco since 1865. Today, Nestor Placencia Sr., together with the fifth generation of the Placencia family, continue the legacy. With over 3,000 acres of quality tobacco fields, they are makers of quality cigars, including Alma Fuerte, ranked among the top 10 cigars in major publications. Find them in your local premium tobacconist stores around the country. Placencia Cigars, perfected for more than 150 years. Yours to enjoy now. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars, 2012 Connecticut, 2012 Corojo, 2012 Maduro, the Oscar Habano, the Oscar Maduro, My Way, and our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Keep the party going all week long at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino West Palm Beach. Every Sunday, Monday, and Wednesday, enjoy $3 premium drinks from the bar till midnight. Magnum Mondays means $100 magnums of Belvedere and Moet Brut until midnight. Get your thrills every $10 Tuesday with $10 dances all day and night. Ladies, don't miss Women Crush Wednesdays with half off your cover charge. No matter the time of day, it's always a good time at Spearmint Rhino West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio Broadcasting Live. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Honest Abe. Hello, hello, hello. And, of course, Paul. <laughs> I was already the mic. Hi, was I, I noticed. Yeah. The mic was like 20 <laughs> feet away from me. I was trying to... Yep. Pick up. That's Pick the one thing about these this structure that Abe's gonna see when we do like you know long shows, and he wants like a quick break. There's not really a time to get out of the studio in these breaks. I don't care. All right. Listen, man, the new format. We just one of us gets up and goes. I'll be right back. Gotta go. Drop a deuce. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna get a, a poop, I'm gonna get a poop emoji to put in your seat yes. on the camera. It's a very clubhouse format. Gone. Gone pooping. Oh, we'll get Duffy to do that. Out to poop. Yeah. Out to poop. And our special guest, Mr. Eric Espinosa Jr. Hey, buddy. My man. What's up? We class it up when we have you on. Oh, yeah. You guys getting ready for Zona Palooza? Let's do it. Ready? November 7th. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting close. How many? What year is this now? Four? This will be three. No, four. Four. You're right. Four. I'm more on top of it than you. Yeah. Fourth year. How many people do you guys expect? For, well, why don't you tell our listeners what exactly? Yeah, how it works. Zula Zona. Somebody reached out to me just seeing it on social media, who said, "Are you going to be at Zona Palooza this year?" I'm like, you know, our plan is to be. We have an event the eighth. We've done it every year. So yeah, our plan is I'm being there. Oh, I can't wait to meet you. I got invited this year. He was all like pumped up. Awesome. So tell us what exactly La Zona Palooza. So La Zona Palooza was a creation that my dad uh, wanted to do. It's his little baby. He. Uh, Always wanted to give back to the actual guys that are going to the humidor and smoking their cigars in the lounges and taking photos or taking them back to the house and being brand ambassadors for us. Mm-hmm. So we started making a lot of noise. On their own. On their own, right. completely. Maybe. On not, their own. Not influenced. Or no, he, we don't send watching. them to cigars. We don't yeah. ask them to smoke. The guys that really just enjoy our brand, they're into smoke them, and uh, they post them and constantly post, and they're in our Lozona group for Facebook and stuff like that. And um, we want it's just a big thank you. And we, you know, they come down to Miami and we they fly down or come down on their own. Yep. And yep. how many days is this? 
Three days. Three days. Yep, November 7th, 8th, and 9th. What do they do for three days? So the first first day, what we do is we will... Other than uh, eat and drink and smoke. Eat, drink, and smoke is the main thing. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, two years ago, I think we had the dodgeball challenge. We do karaoke. Yeah, I think I hurt myself that yeah, day. Yeah, that's why they didn't do it this year, <laughs> Eric said. All, we, all I remember is that Emily was the great white choke that year. Yeah. <laughs> she had survived. When it got down to one-on-one. She could have been the hero and won the whole thing, and she threw like such a pansy ball, and it got caught it. <laughs> and then we I mean, did that. Emily, you know, very few people had those moments in life where they could be heroes. You just choked. Didn't Briggs go down or something? Briggs never went. No. Oh, it wasn't Briggs? Oh, that was at one of your picnics? No. Somebody went down at a dodgeball. Well, no. no, I don't know. Briggs goes down regularly, but <laughs> yeah, I wasn't there. I throw a fastball pretty And last hard. year was the year of the broken chairs. Chairs were dropping left oh, and right. Oh, no. Yeah, that was bad, man. I mean, you guys that lost bad, like a dozen plus chairs. And <laughs> guys just crazy. Well, chairs. your dad, you I know, got them all hanged up in the office. Yeah, Do you really? Yeah. They're all signed except one. I don't know who's the Oh, that's great. The chief of police broke one. I refused to sit in any of the chairs last year because I didn't want to be one. Well, then your dad was coming out with the office chairs, and he's like, no, 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 don't sit in that. Don't sit in that. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. That got got scary for a little bit, yeah. So how many people did you expect your – how many people did you have that first year? About 100. The first year was maybe like 80 guys. 80? Yeah, around 80. That's still big. And then now we're at about 130. That's what you're expecting this year, 130? Yeah, yeah. It's it's getting a little – it's getting out of hand. But we like guys coming over and having a good time. This year we have something else planned out, and uh, we usually have special guests. The last year we had um, the guy that actually helped in the assassination of Che Guevara. He used to really? be former FBI, CIA. Um, and uh, who well, that should be interesting. Have? I didn't know yeah. that. Is, oh, that like, yeah, yeah. is that like confirmed? You know? Yeah, yeah. Really? He comes out in the photo. He's he, the most famous photo right before he passed away. He's the one. If you're looking at the photo on the left hand side. Wow. Yeah. Did we meet him? He's he spoke. That was Whoa. Thursday night, though. Oh, we weren't I don't there Thursday exactly night. Because Friday night you had um, the guy who wrote on the Mary Tyler Moore show, or no, it oh. was some other no, the comedian, the guy from. New oh York. yes, yes, he wrote. Uh, happy, was it? Uh, Lean into the mic. Sorry, yeah, he he hangs out at the uh, at the Margate shop. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, don't Marty. Know. Marty, <laughs> yeah, Marty. <laughs> don't know him. He was hysterical. Oh yeah, yeah Marty. Marty. Right. Yeah, Marty. Um, so and and it's this November eighth. Seven, eight, and nine. Seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, wow. it's by your invite you're, only. You're, you're booked by the eighth. Invite only. So you're going to receive a ticket. And what do you, you do? What do you do? Because I know what happens. So don't lie. What do you do when people just show up? Like the local guys. We just don't roll in. <laughs> hey, Eric, what's up, bro? What you guys doing? Not going not gonna to mention any names oh, of who might have just pity? showed up last yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> we try to be as strict as possible. You know, we let them know that they receive the ticket, not their friends, not their partners. They're the one that's receiving the ticket. We're we're grateful for them doing what they do. It does happen, unfortunately. We try to be as strict as possible, and we're going to try to be as strict every year. I mean, you guys get like other manufacturers who will stroll in. We got other manufacturers. We got other sales reps. We got yeah, you know, and uh, we yeah. kick them out. No, no, we don't kick them yeah, out. Yeah, the food is pretty good too. Yeah, he, he, he prides himself. He prides himself in food. We try to do pigs and catering. A lot of cute. Sometimes we do uh, Cuban food, Jamaican food. Yeah. Um, one year we did pizza, and then there's a whole bunch of guys from New York are like, this is not pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that sounds about right, yeah. And then we have the the botanical garden, which you guys never go. No. It's no, we haven't man. gone. It's a beautiful garden. That the, the is it a garden? It. It's a beautiful yeah, garden. I've seen gardens. No, not like this. <laughs> no Flowers, way. Dude. Not in the middle of it. I was hoping for karaoke when I was there this year, because, you know, I was going to open ki- up and sing. You don't and... need karaoke to sing. Just bust out and sing. Listen, it, was a, it wasn't exactly the type of... Uh, the type of atmosphere oh, at Lazona Palooza for no, me to start no, that's singing. That's the perfect atmosphere that I'd like to see you. I didn't want to under. interrupt the dojo guys during their show. <laughs> are, hey, they, that's are, they another... com- are they coming down? 
Yeah, of course. Dojo. That's another question. So this year, you guys, um, with Turtle released with Dojo, yeah. you get you put like tickets. We put a golden ticket. Nobody. Oh, I, you still haven't gotten anybody. No, I guess a lot of people open up the packs. Uh, they buy one they to threw smoke. It out, didn't even know. Maybe they. Well, a lot of guys. What they do is they buy one pack and then one to keep. Right. right. So then maybe they just you know they haven't opened it up. So but. in in five years when they they feel they're aged enough, <laughs> they then, then, then they'll realize. Oh my hey. god! I got a golden ticket. <laughs> now, now was that was that golden ticket an invite only or a paid like trip down? Full paid. Full paid trip yeah. down. Oh wow! wow. wow. I didn't yeah. know yeah. that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> full paid trip down and it's sitting on your shelf. And so what if it was like, you know, yeah, you know, well like Skip Martin bought a pack and he won. Did he get like a full invite down? Full invite, maybe not full page. Because yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I know he's not pimping Espinosa cigars anyway. Right, you know? right, right. He's just showing pictures of his warehouse emptying in ten hours. I saw oh, the geez. video, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I love it because for him, man. It's great for him. I didn't I, see that. All you do is keep telling me you have nothing to sell me. That's all he does. He's a retailer, like, oh you got nothing to sell. All his posts are, I have no product. <laughs> and I love it. You know, he, he made up. I, I, I'm Skip Martin. I'm going to get a Skip. I'm going to get a Skip Martin t-shirt. I'm going to wear his face <laughs> on my shirt. I, I am. That's going to be my new KMA shirt. Because he made a post about some injustice about somebody, somebody uh, getting picked up by immigration that was innocent in America and whatnot. I saw this, that he was an American. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, show me a system that's not flawed anywhere in the world. People go to prison who are innocent. People don't get medical thing that who deservedly deserve it people don't get aid i said skip martin doesn't make enough cigars the world's flawed I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a couple of guys who were laughing let's all have a moment of silence for the lack of cro-magnon in 2019 <laughs> i have never smoked one of his cigars but i've never seen it anywhere that's part of <laughs> he don't get yeah sorry he don't have enough he's in a empty warehouse he's well, so, pictures. May, hopefully he'll bring a couple in, in if warehouse. he comes on the show yeah, if he comes on the show, he'll bring some, I'm sure. I'm sure he will. If he ever gets them. I mean, he's always smoking them on his Facebook page. I, I he's doubt, got plenty I of doubt, them. I doubt you ever get him on the show. Maybe if we build a studio, we, I can coax him into it. But I, I, think, I definitely think we'll get him for It's going to be my... If I get him on, that might be the day I retire. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've been waiting for that day. Skip, I'll give you $500 to come on next week. Uh, where's my $500? You're not special. <laughs> oh, all right. Skip is you. special. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Apparently. So let's do Las Seis Provencia. Yeah, so Las Seis Provencia is the second um, collection that we started for uh, for our limited production. And this is your baby. Yes. So what is basically Las Seis Provencia means is the six provinces. It's a homage to the my grandparents of the uh, Cuba of pastime before the revolution. This is a really cool box. I need to get this cool. on camera. Yeah, Keep for talking. You, well, for you to open it, just put the flap down. And um, it's uh, to homage to my grandparents and to the Cuba of, of pastime before the so-called revolution. Mm -hmm. Back then, there were six original provinces. Today, I think there's 13 or 14. So every year, we're going to be releasing um, one collection box per province. So the first one, the last one with the swing box was Havana, and then this is Matanza. So it's made to look like a Cuban uh, balcony with the nice uh, doors and the, and the glass uh, stained glass windows. When you open them up, it's really nice to display. It's gorgeous. It's really, mm -hmm. It really is a piece of, I gotta move my of mic. art. Oh, oh. Oh, that's not spilling. Oh, jeez. Okay, we're good. Yes. It's, it's really a piece of now, art. Every, so. now, each now, each of these uh, boxes is hand-painted yep. and has a different stained glass design on it. Absolutely. There's 500, and each are 500 one-of-a-kind. You could actually have its own easel, so if you want to put the easel on it, you mm -hmm. don't have to hold it up. You well, can. I, I got to get it in the right camera angle. I'm trying to make sure the lighting doesn't so they can see a nice gotcha. picture of it. So now, tell us about good. the artist, because the, the artist is a, is a Cuban artist, local? Yeah. Cuban artist, I think Gutierrez, he's down in uh, South Florida, and then what uh, 
He's, this is the guy that you guys been working with for years, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he a couple pieces of art in my office room. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. And he does great work, man. He 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 knows the history. He'll go full depth in picking up old 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 books that are falling apart and like old photography, and he'll copy that or he'll get inspiration by that. Mm -hmm. And he just does phenomenal work. Now, is this the corrected box with the hinges? So uh, we had a little issue with the hinges. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We had a little issue with the hinges. Um, that's why we haven't released it yet. Um, we're trying to work on it, and uh, we have the new batch coming soon, hopefully. Nice. It's being fixed. Yeah, they're being as fixed. we speak. The sample versus what I received uh, were not the same at all. So we're a little uh, not happy about that. Are you enjoying projects like this? Because I mean, we just did a micro blend with and yeah. you. You were basically the key point we worked with. You and I basically put that whole project. How do you together. think it came out? Well, first off, like we talked about when we initially talked, I'm typically not a Connecticut person. Right. Though I'm finding more and more Connecticut cigars I'm enjoying lately, right? Um, Which cigar are you are you referring to? Fubar. The Fubar. Okay, it's but Connecticut. I, I know. Yeah, I yeah, want to tell everybody. Well, it was our, it was, it was, I smoked it the other night at our meeting. Yeah, it was, it's one. It's our fourteenth micro blend. You know, in two thousand and ten, I started doing these micro blends where I'd work with a manufacturer and, and and make a special cigar, not not something they've already making in rebad right. or, or whatnot, and. Um, uh, Fubar was, I can't remember what installment it originally was. I know it was 2012. So uh, probably, no, it was no, 13. Bunker Buster was, Bunker Buster was 13. The original Bunker Buster was 13 yeah. or 14? Uh, it was, man, uh, you know, it I was 14. It was 2014. It was 14. Because we released it in April of 14. It yeah. Was and, and, and that was, was a coin. super well received. Oh, yeah. It was one of our more popular lines. Packaging was on point. It had a whole military theme. 601 La Bamba Bunker Buster. So we did mm -hmm. a. A sequel to it called Fubar, and it was released last month, and uh, it's been received finale. But not only did the cigar, and really for a Connecticut, which I'm really enjoying, mm -hmm. um, we really I, I'm in love with the packaging. Mm -hmm. It's see, really I, cool. I, I yeah. see those boxes on the shelves all opened up in four different designs. I mean, it just it, it was it came up. It was a cool. It was a nice design, definitely. Came each box stellar. has a nice. different image on each no, side. Every box has all the images. Right, but I'm saying I, I, I'm talking oh, each, about box. Each, each individual cardboard. cigar, yes. right, 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 cigar has all the sides have a different image. Yes, but they create four images if you put all the cigars together in the box. So you can turn them all <coughs> one way, and they create another right. image. Turn them all another way. Create it's it's a real box seller to be right. honest. Because that's a all ten cigars are in a uh, square cardboard tube. Right. And those tubes are printed, and when they're all lined up, they make an image. But as you turn all of them at the same time, they make four different images right. that sit in this box. It's kind of like a frame. And I don't know if you noticed, but those, those boxes got two holes in the back. So you can nail it You can wall? nail it and for wall. Oh, no. I yeah. Oh, yeah they, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. they got two little nail, like, hanging holes in the back of the boxes. So after you're done with the cigars, you put your empty square tubes back in it in the, in the, in the, the green frame And box. you can switch it up. And you can switch it up when you get bored. Yeah, you that's just cool. The boxes and you guys or you buy, or you buy all four to display all four. There you there go. You go. That's there you a go. better idea. Make sure you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Available for a limited time. It's so, it's actually a great cigar too. Thank you. Well, thank him. He actually. Yeah, was, yeah really. I, Good I job, smoked buddy. it in our meeting two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. So, so are you enjoying stuff like this? Is this I love projects. A lot of fun. I, like I like doing projects. Like pushing the limit. I like uh, pushing myself, and you keeps know, we, it different. Yeah, we you know we allow our cigars to speak for themselves. You know, we, we we produce really good cigars, great cigars, and then I just like to throw in some different packaging, something different. I mean, I got to tell you, from a retailer perspective, um, because you know we see a lot of fancy schmancy stuff. You know, um, for something that's very intricate and got a lot of fold outs and parts and pieces, this is still very retailer friendly. I, you know, I always try to take that into consideration. My only, my only question is, when it's like this, what keeps the cigars from falling out or you don't display it like so this? So you could display it with it open, and then you could also close but the you'd hinges. But you'd have to leave this up to keep the cigars from falling out. You yeah? can, right? Or it, it could fit on a shelf as well. 
It's shelf friendly if you want to put it on the shelf. Like lying flat. Right. Or you could also display it with the with the shelves bent to make it look more realistic. Like that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's, yeah. You, you got to be interactive with the box. I mean, this is something like I'd want to display in my house, like on a shelf. When, that's you know, exactly that, what I said to him yeah. before. That's that. That's yeah. the goal. You know, I hope they don't stay in the stores. I hope people, you know, pick them up and take them home. I don't know if you can get that in the kit. This camera looks like it's not in the right angle, but can you get that in there? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. You can show them here the different ones. This is another one. There's oh yeah, different art. Let me show yeah. that one. Are all of them so, different? There's four. four? No, there's there's all five hundred are, yeah. are different. And they're unique. Oh wow! Right, right. All five hundred are signed by him, and they're all unique. Then we hand pour some of the the resin to make it real nice. And Let me pop. show the two variants. Do you you guys put the resin on or the, the artist? Me does? myself and I. Yeah, I've been pouring. The oh resin. really? Yeah, because the artwork <laughs> the, the artwork's here, and the artist didn't want me to send his artwork to Nicaragua. So then when they got here, we've been uh, messing with the resin. Here. Oh wow! Let me know when you got that. I got it. All right, I got it. You. Got a lot of fun with it. I have to watch a lot of YouTube videos to get it right. To, right, because without getting bubbles in it. Right, right. You got to get it like a big flamethrower, but burn out the bubbles, let them sit for a couple days. I'd I, like to see that. I'm just going to put these two boxes over here behind the computer, so don't forget them. Okay. I like so it. speaking where, where, of where you can't see them, okay. and hopefully won't. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Danielle's watching and invoicing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My man. <laughs> My man, you don't forget. That's great. So you're playing with a blowtorch? Playing with a blowtorch, yeah, yeah. The Coleman one with the big old freaking thing just blowing. You have to mix it. It's got to be, it's a science. It took me a while to learn it. And it dries really quickly, right? No, no, I thought it did. It it takes about three days. Oh. And it might be here in Miami because of the humidity. So I leave my garage open and it's it's been real humid lately. But it's taking me about two, three days for it to harden completely. Jeez. Did not know that. So a lot that goes into that. Wow. So is there anything else in the pipeline that you're working on now or? Um, we're doing a nice little, uh, for Christmas, we have a, we're doing a little collection box of a uh, warhead. So we're bringing oh, really? back, we're bringing back one, two, three, four, and then we'll put five in there and have a new, nice, cool little five collection. Pack. Right. Nice. We'll be a, t- a ten, uh, 10 pack. Two of each. Yeah. Two of each. Nice. Yeah. 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 You know, so hopefully I can have that for Christmas. Which is another thing I wanted to mention about, since you brought that up, you just jarred my memory when we were talking about La Zona Palooza earlier. You, you started, I think last year, you guys make cigars specifically now for La Zona Palooza, no? Yes. Yeah. So, like, if you don't come to this event... You can't get that. We'll you have, can't get We'll it. have cutters, lighters, swag, T-shirts, hats, a- everything. Have you found last year that anybody was selling them on the on the black market afterwards? I saw trading, not selling. <laughs> trading, trading a couple guys. I saw, I, on a couple of the cigar blogs that I'm a part of, I've seen a lot of people asking for them. Like, yeah. the cutters that you had there. Right, People right. asking if anybody had the Lazona Palooza cutters. This was, right, swag. Right. This was swag from Lazona Palooza last yeah. year. Was it? I, got I happened. Th- I, got I, I didn't get a swag bag last I got a, year. I got two patches. <laughs> I, I, I donned on my shirt. So yeah. we'll have some cool patches and stuff for you guys. This one, nice, very nice. If you guys go, no, we'll be there. I, I mean, I'm going. I don't know about him. No, we'll be but, there. Adam, right. Adam will <laughs> drive. Yeah, we'll be there. Can we go together so that Adam can drive? I'll go with you. We always go. No, together. No, we didn't last year. Oh, because they I came had, late. That's I had you. An event. We always yeah. go together. I don't drive to Miami. Okay. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. No, he it's makes a long so drive, huh? I just, I, I hate driving, But then I have man. to share a hotel room with Adam. <sighs> no, he walks listen, around in just me, a towel let me rephrase in this. the hotel it's, room. Hold on. As somebody who pays to go, people, and you take your staff to the trade show, right? Yeah. He's complaining because I pay for him to share a room with Adam. Now, I told him, you don't have to share a room you with Adam. You got your own room. They're, right? Absolutely. Now, is there anything wrong in what I'm doing? Nope. There I'm a grown go. man. I go on business trips all the time. I've never shared a room with employ- an employee. I, maybe when I was like 20 doing improv shows Dude, traveling around the country. Dude, you two hours a week for this show. <laughs> okay? You get you get in a free room. You do not have to take next a time, free room. Next time I share a room with him, I'm going to take a picture of what he... As soon as he gets in the room, he takes his shirt off. 
He goes, he goes in the shower and he walks around in a towel. Know, I don't want to know this. He walks around in just a towel and he's a big dude. So, and the hotel towels that we're saying <laughs> are not big. So he's got I'm like a leg. I'm an excellent towel tire. I have to say it, it looks like he's got a slit, like in a, in a dress uh, all the just, way up. It's, it's why? so. You're in Vegas. That's how you, you don't hang wear... out in a hotel room? No, I'm just, I get out of the shower. I got to put clothes on. Oh, you, so you mean after he takes a shower? No, he walks around for a while <laughs> in a towel. I'm telling you. He's gr- the couple of Everything times, Paul grossly exaggerates. The couple of times you. that I've been in hotel rooms either, with yeah. him, I'm talking like an hour Dude, in a, just in a get towel. get your own room. Lays down on the bed. Get your own room. It's real <laughs> puts simple. Puts his legs up. <laughs> you don't wear the fancy robes, man? <laughs> man, when I stay in that kind of a nice place. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? We were staying at the La Quinta Inn in Hialeah oh, Gardens. Oh, that's where you get <laughs> in Hialeah Oh, I thought you were talking about Vegas. <laughs> Hold on, in Hialeah Gardens because that's the best hotel in Hialeah Gardens. <laughs> so don't give me crap. We stay in good places, don't we, Adam? Yes, very much. So. Yeah, when a, we were in Atlanta, we stayed in a really we, nice hotel. Listen, I don't like to chintz when it comes to it, but there ain't that many good hotels in Hialeah Gardens. Right? <laughs> that's the creme de la creme of Hialeah Gardens. Hector told fact, me. Hector fact, told I me I could oh. post up in his office last year. If you don't want to go back there, stay here. I, I think it's <laughs> like Kinta five point five actually, or whatever. What is, what is it? Hotel six or hotel five point five? Doesn't even qualify. For the full name. <laughs> Anyways, we got it at the end. Oh boy! What do you got? So listen, I want to know best thing and worst thing about working with your dad. Real simple. Best thing and worst thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Worst pressure. thing he knows a lot more than I do. A lot more. He got a lot more experience. That's than only I know. temporary. No. no, no. <laughs> and, and I'm sure he he lets you know yeah. all the time. <laughs> Good thing is that he gives me he gives me uh, freedom to to do work on different projects and stuff like that. Yeah. And bring bring do some di- different stuff. You know what I mean? Like the first Lasse Provencia box, I didn't tell him anything. I created the box, created wow. the blend, created the, the the bands, everything from scratch, and I presented to him there. Boom, and he saw it. He liked it. We told him what it was going to be, and he said, go for it. I was so nervous. Nerve-wracking. So you already, yeah. you already paid for bands and stuff. Yes, bands and, and everything, everything. Now, did that come out of your pocket Absolutely or company not. money pocket? Company money. <laughs> <laughs> did he know so that he bought it all? So no, he, no, so no. That no. he didn't know. No. So if he didn't like it, you, you were stuck with a bunch of packaging. Yeah, I would have been, been. Yeah, I got some issues. So let me ask you, <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a question. Did you ever bring him an idea? He goes, oh, bro. Oh, can't do that. That's, that's a terrible idea. La Se Provencia box. Well, did he really? <laughs> he, Wait, this one or the first one? The first one. The swing box. The swing box. We, he didn't like we it. We took it to the show. That's a terrible idea. We Nobody's took- going to buy that box. <laughs> we took it to the show. First day, I'm nerve-wracking. I'm shaking. I'm worried. We put it in the first pedestal. Make it the, the, the cigar of our uh, you know, show. Of, the, the, of the, the show, exhibit, right? right? Of the, the exhibit. exhibit. Man, I'm nerve-wracked. I got one customer. Came in. First day. <laughs> uh, he offered to buy all 300 on the spot. I want to. Did you call it. your dad? Did you go? Did you go? Excuse me, sir. Don't move. Yeah. Yes, sir. I want to stay right, right here. <laughs> Where's dad? <laughs> I is, did that what, that. is that what you exactly. did? Exactly. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Let me get. Hey, you make this deal. <laughs> you have to sign this one. Yeah, yeah. So then he looked at me and goes, "What do you want to do?" Oh, I wanted to say yes in two seconds. But then I said, no, man, there's so many other stories that we got to get this out to, you know. So he, he took he took a large amount, but then we had enough for, for everybody else. Wow. So that moment right there, I said, all right, I did it. I got, I got, I got one that stuck. Do you still get nervous now or no? You know, because it, it takes a lot of work. You were nervous working Bunker Buster. Was that because of me or are you just nervous in general doing projects? You're you're an intense guy, bro. <laughs> I want to make sure. 
I want to make sure it came out nice. Listen, I, I'm only an intense guy if you want me to be. Juan Cancel doesn't seem to really care how intense you I am. You don't care about Because he just doesn't, you know. Now his new name is Juan Can't Ship or Juan uh, Cancel the Order. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not good. You, know, it three, you give him an order three weeks later, we're still looking for it. Oh, uh, um, bro, I, I, give, I sent it to Bill. Oh, poor Bill. I don't know how Bill works with that he guy. He wants to hand deliver it to you, man. Oh, my God. Uh, Juan is watching, Wait. by the way, too. I, 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 What's up, Mr. Gansel? Well, I'm going to out him. I said I, I told him I wouldn't post the picture, but I'm going to out him. So I, they, they end up struggling the last minute to put the box together. And then um, we got a boxes, and the shrink wrap was weird. Oh, it was, no. It was very heavy, and there was a thick seal on it, remember? And then when we looked, one of the seals was coming off because the seal was put over the logo of Ziploc. What? <laughs> They used what? Ziploc bags. They must have ran out of shrink wrap and used Ziploc bags. So they, the seal was over the Ziploc. Juan, Juan is watching and he's it's commenting. Okay. Juan, is that? Can you confirm that no, you used true. the Ziploc I bag? <laughs> I got photography. Yeah. So I, 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 I told him you should use the hashtag the real boutique as fuck. He said, oh my. <laughs> That's some real boutique stuff right there. That's some boutique cigar company. It's I hope boutique. that didn't come from Lozona like that. No, 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 it didn't. But, but but I gotta tell you though, cigars are solid. And actually, that Robert Peel Maduro, I'm. Enjoying. I still haven't. I still haven't tasted it yet. It's phenomenal, man. Great cigar. Yeah, it's really great good. cigar. So I will bust on him personally. I will bust on his business tactics. But the product's amazing. I'm very yeah. Good. I'm, I'm looking very forward happy to trying. Bringing them in, I've been enjoying almost everything I've smoked from them so far. So good stuff. So there, you got your free plug. I busted on your balls, but I give you a free plug. There, there you, you go. go. Can't sell. <laughs> this is what happened. One can't sell. Well, speaking of. Um, the trade show. We were talking about the trade show briefly. Did you have anything to do with this? So, th- if our listeners don't know, the the booth this year at uh, Espinosa Premium Cigars was made out of cardboard. Oh yeah, and it was much much lighter. So it one it was like it cost. I think your dad said it cost an eighth of the price to ship. That's well, because everything is tonnage. It's based on right, weight, right, right. And, dra- yeah, and it was dra- also green. And uh, so, did you have anything to do with this? Was was this your dad's baby? Or did you? Try to push him in that direction or what? So we were sitting there talking about figuring out what exactly what we're going to do, and it is just ridiculously expensive to right. be there. Mm-hmm. Taking away the flights and taking away the yeah. hotels and yeah. taking away the food and taking away you know all that stuff, just getting there is extremely expensive, and a lot has to do with weight. And our booth was made out of metal, and we had to get these huge posters, so it, it, it's pretty heavy. And so we're trying to find Plan B. You know mm-hmm. what else can we mm-hmm. do? Where else can we do? And man, luckily Anthony came through, and he just said, "Let's let's do it out of cardboard." And we're like, "What? What are you talking about?" And there's some. some small... I'm sure at, at one point your dad was like, "Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we go over there to uh, it's a small, small little warehouse in Kendall, and um, the guy shows us things that he's built at trade shows. He's literally built this before, and uh, we gave it a try, and it worked awesome. And man. you made a mini Lazona basically we out of cardboard. The, we made a little mini Lazona out of cardboard. It was, it, great. It was a cool our, setup, man, our, and our, it got a lot of press. Our stools, our stools were made out of cardboard. It took a little while to get it up, but man, it, it's beautiful and we were able to save a lot of money on the drage, definitely. What drage is the weight of the shipping right. costs. Mm-hmm. And everything's just union, so if like on our big booth, you have to pay somebody to build it, even though right. we can do it, but no, you, you can't. You can't do you, that, you, yeah. You have to pay somebody else to do it. That take 15 breaks, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. <laughs> We're going to take our second of three breaks only in this show right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you talked about Drage in, Ve- in, in Vegas. And when you come back, I want to talk about the uh, trade show and your takes on it as being the next generation and what you feel is the future ahead of the trade show. So cool. absolutely, out and we'll be back in a very short We will break. be back very shortly. Till then and as always, keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. You ever plunk down hard-earned cash for a cigar? 
You're hoping you just bought yourself a nice drive through taste town. Only to discover you're in the slow lane with a clunker. That sucks. Say goodbye to bad rides. Test drive an Alec Bradley cigar today. At Alec Bradley, they get it. Whether we're talking about life or cigars, it's all about the ride. Fuel your soul and experience inspiration with the Aging Room Quattro Series by Rafael Nodal. More than just a master blender, but the inspired composer of four boutique masterpieces for the sophisticated palate of an aficionado. The Aging Room Quattro Series are a perfect core to flavor and aroma and are born from the best tobaccos aged under the expertise of one of the greatest names in cigar making. Truly the perfect notes for a genuine cigar smoking experience. Aging Room Quattro Series, a quartet of excellence. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Nestor Miranda Special Selection, the original collaboration with My Father Cigars, returns. A cigar for the movers, the shakers, the grinders, the doers, the builders. A cigar for those who give a firm handshake. If you're not afraid of starting with just $20 in a dream, we know all about that. Nestor Miranda Special Selection is an all-Nicaraguan masterpiece full of rich, deep flavors and complexity at an exceptional value. The original is back and made for those who know all about getting out there and doing something spectacular. Here's to the hustle. Available now through your local tobacconist. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. 
Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Get him an Adam No, not yet. No. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I'm Adam K. The Brewmeister with me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. Howdy. Everyone's favorite Disney person, Paul. Hey, hey, hey. I just found out that... Uh, Eric Espinosa is a uh, Disney guy. <laughs> did, did, did the Lion King movie come out yet? Yeah. yeah. Did you see it? Last week. No, we haven't gone. You haven't gone to see it yet? No, because That's we have a, a baby and it's, it's, you know, it's difficult to go to the movies, man. When did you guys have a kid? <sighs> a year ago. <laughs> dude, uh, I'm going to sign a check dude, tomorrow, brother. Dude, I, I, I love with him. He's so sensitive. He texts me, um, it, it's not a pool party, but if you want to bring a bathing suit for your kids, you know, it's fine if they want to swim. I said, bring a bathing suit to what? He goes, tomorrow. I said, what's tomorrow? And then he sends me a picture of the invitation. He goes, Eileen RSVP'd you. He goes, Eileen RSVP'd you. I'm like, dude, I'm messing with you. You talked to me about this two days ago. He's like so sensitive about it. I just, you know, he messed with me this morning. Well, by Eric. Yeah, he, he texted me like at nine, right? Yeah, I texted him just. I just, couldn't make it. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, that's today. <laughs> I sent him the address just you're as a reminder. You're very gullible. I told him I knew he was messing with me, but you but didn't. I you're didn't a little bit worried. A little yeah. bit. You're, you're a little gullible. Yeah. A little well, weird. your dad does the same thing though. He'll do that. Be like the day before, I'll text him when he's going to be on the show, and he'll be like, "Oh, bro, I can't." I'm like, "What are you kidding me?" <laughs> and meanwhile, he'll be texting Abe, and Abe will be like, "Yeah, mess with him. Give him a hard time." <laughs> so he does it all the time too. So it must we'll be, be right. in your blood. We're poor. We're, we're pretty much. An industry of ball busters. <laughs> I mean, really, we, we are. It's what we yes, do. indeed. Thank indeed. you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thanks for finishing the line. So I, I wasn't. Yeah, I'm sure we're we talking about the trade show. Yeah. We're talking about the trade show. So obviously, a big topic of discussion. We've talked about, it, but you know, you guys are really the people who I think are most affected by decisions made left or right on the trade show. Right? You're that mid-level company getting traction, breaking your way into the upper levels. Trade show still a phenomenal expense, you know, proportionally probably to sales enormous, right? right? Yeah. And you're doing your best to keep a presence. I'm pretty sure that your dad, if not both you and your dad, every year, at least for the last two or three years, have sat there and had a discussion. Should we keep going to the show? It's a discussion every single year. Every year. A hundred percent. Right. And knowing your dad's pride, he'll probably go no matter what every year. He'll find a way to go. But I bet you he'd prefer not to go and can find better ways to use the money. Absolutely. Okay. And this is the problem that our show is having. So when you got a mid-level guy and, and the, now this, this consumer day, this expense, is, it's more of expense on you, right? Right. You're literally paying for the showroom floor, you and all the other manufacturers, for them to throw an event, which we won't even get into the discussion about the logistics of the event and whether it'll be successful, how it'll affect anything. Um, I don't think it's going to make more retailers come, which is the backbone of the show, right? Um, what's your, your personal take? Because you're the next generation. Right. Right? Your dad not. I, I mean, I, I made this comment earlier this week. It's, it's gotten scary because I always used to be the young gun in the room. Right? Mm-hmm. And when manufacturers or guys would get together, I, I was the new blood. I'm, now I look at me and your dad, we're like, dude, we're the old dudes in the room, man. <laughs> we're the checking out generation, man. It's like scary. But, I mean, you're the next generation. So for the guy coming up and right. looking for 10 more years, and whether this ninety-year-old organization is going to be around another ten years, how do you, how do you really feel about it? And, you know, right, right. Say it the way it is, man. Don't be scared. The, well, the first year that I went was Orlando, so that was what seven years ago. Wow, uh, yeah, that was twelve. That was the first show as Espinosa Cigars, and every is it because year, your dad just wouldn't fly you out before that? 
No, no I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got to earn it, bro. You got to earn it, bro. I'm not paying for you. We started off You got to sit and coach. Yeah. We started off with two booths. Next year after that, we did four, six, eight, ten, twelve. I think we got to 16 at one point. But the crazy thing is that every single year, our booths were getting bigger and bigger. But less, That's everybody. Right. But less, less and less attendance which was is a, showing up. Which is a double whammy. Because you're increasing the footprint of the floor space, and then you have less attendance, so it even looks more emptier than it is, right? Right, right, right. Because now everybody's just scattered, right? Some of these mega booze, like the Davidoff or General Booze or, or whatever, they never look full. No. They got tons of people, but it looks completely empty, right? Because right? right, right. they're just so massive. The, the good thing definitely is that this year, the guys that did show up did buy. We had a good show. We, did, had, we had a good show. I'm very uh, happy about that. But the attendance is, is weak, definitely mm -hmm. weak. Um, is this the answer of Consumer Day? I don't know if this is the, the answer, but well, definitely. If the, if the real problem is getting, look, what's going to make a manufacturer happy? It, it's retailers coming, right? right. No, Having a good show. The, the amount of business or new business, because that's really more important to the manufacturers than yeah. me coming and placing that's an order, goal, right? right? Yeah. You want to open up 50, 100 new accounts Absolutely. in a trade show. And to get that, you need that many new retailers there right. and exposure to new retailers. Right. So the backbone to making the show work is getting these new retailers there. I don't think this Consumer Day is, does that. What do you think the answer is? And we talked about it. You're going to have to watch a show with Dave okay, Garofalo okay. from a couple of weeks ago. All right, all right. If you I'm not going to bore our listeners because Paul gets really mad when I repeat myself. Okay. So <laughs> um, if you watch the episode with Dave Garofalo from two weeks ago, we had a full-blown discussion. Right. I, I had a suggestion um, years ago, years ago, when I was on the board with with Dave, and I I believe something like that's the answer, not this. Yeah. But um, you know, I don't think it solves that problem. So it's, now it's bringing consumers. Which if they want to do a consumer event to raise money, I just say go to Vegas, pick a day in a nice time of year, in November, and throw the biggest consumer event. Any anyway, but once again, why do you want to do something that's already being done a hundred of times? Come up with something creative and different, right. which my idea was, and, and okay. you'll listen to the show. Or we'll talk about it after the show, but okay. so. But forget about whether it's right or wrong. How do you feel about having the consumers now on a trade show floor? I feel something different needs to happen. What's what's happening right now is not working. Do you like this idea? I don't know if this is going to work, but I know it's it's something different. So I'm open to it. You you, you guys do multi-vendor cigar events. Yes. Well, ours is one. I know you're going to be up in August in the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Yeah, well, I won't be there, but yeah, the, right. the company will be there. Yeah. And, and, and there are some bad ones. There is. You've seen some very poorly uh, organized and, and yeah. put together ones. Yeah, when right? you talk about eight thousand people, that's uh, that, that's going to be. A, you think a trade? A big you, th challenge. you think a trade show floor, and the eight or ten board members who sit on the board dealing with two hundred and forty different entities is going to be constructive for putting together a consumer event. If it's difficult for us at Lazona Palooza, <laughs> I could only, only imagine. That's the point I you make. You know, food wise, and, and you uh, have full control of that. You're right, very right, good. Now right, imagine right. all the moving parts in no, that. It's, I, yeah, it's gonna I, be a problem. I, yeah, I, I mean, just to give another idea, like for the Great Smoke, it's difficult enough to get forty five, like thirty five cigar manufacturers to just show up on time and, and with to, the, with the proper things. Wait, and to read the instructions we yeah. send them months in advance that are very clearly detailed. Yeah, to get them to do that and actually understand it, and then to show up on time. I'm not going to name any names who doesn't want to show up on time, but 
That's difficult enough. And not plan a wedding around that. I was just going to say, or not show up. How about FDA? How concerned are you? Yeah, they moved up. So they, they, they passed a, a vote now. They moved up the deeming regulations now. or the, the, the Not the deeming regulations. The, the, you, you have to register. Right. By May of 2020. So we registered how, our stuff. Hector definitely has done a great job with you've that. You've registered all your SKUs already? Yes. For real? Yeah, yeah. Well, now, well, now you, could, you don't have to give me an exact number. Okay. But the number on the street that I've heard was it, estimations were like thirty to forty grand per registration. Oh no, no, not that way. No, no, you, we did the predicate. Predicate. The, the predicate. Stuff. Okay, well, okay. Some guys don't have predicate. Rights. Right, right, right. So, so you're yeah. saying we, we have our six but you, 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 you I did, haven't paid for to register or anything. Yet, no, right. Not right now. As as the next generation, supposedly a guy who now you've made the cigar industry your future or apparent immediate future. How are you feeling about everything that's going it's, on? It's it's a little it's a little scary to be honest. You losing any sleep over it? Not right now because nothing is, is is for certain and it keeps on getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Well, now it just got pushed up. Oh, yeah, well. it, it went from twenty twenty one to May twenty twenty. Right, right. I got a feeling that the Supreme Court's going to overrule it, but I mean, I, I I think the cigar industry as a whole just kind of put it in the back of their minds. I mean, not the guys working at it, mm-hmm. but they're making new cigars every day. They're making, you know, I mean, it's just like it. it how many new SKUs showed up this week? Unbelievable. I mean, I think like right when it all broke down, everybody freaked out. Everything went on hold, yeah. right? Even our own microblend yep. projects were on hold. Nobody wanted to make us any microblends. And I think it just got so stupid. Everybody's like, you know what? <laughs> everybody's doing business as normal. That's how we're doing it right now. Yeah. Not, we, you know, we haven't, nobody stopped us from doing anything, and we're going to continue until the moment somebody says that you can't. That is all we can do and all we have to keep doing, and that is an excellent point. Yeah. Uh, so... Can we bring up the? Uh, we have a special thing that you well, want to well, talk I wanna, about. I was going to save it, but you know, for like a little teaser right before the the break. But okay. we, we could talk about it now. Okay. So, so you know, some of the best things and worst things about working with your dad. You ever get nervous when you screw up about going to your dad? I don't screw up too much. You don't screw up too no. much. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. Oh, wow! He just set that oh, up to me. No. So I'd like to talk about a little incident where the sprinklers went off in the office when your dad was out of town. <laughs> sprinklers. Somebody bought a smoke machine to the office. Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> so I have a photo of this. Can we? It's we live sh- now. Can we you show have them that up? photo? Oh, yeah, here. Let me, let me show you. I want, I want, I want you to look it's at it. It's live now. It takes a couple it takes seconds about eight for it to seconds. come up. It takes about eight seconds, but I want you to see this. I want you to tell us a story about this photo that's coming up right now. Uh, right there. That's the offices. <laughs> that's the offices at Espinosa Cigars. So what, what what is going on? In I, I'd, like to know, I'd like to know what that wasn't my fault though. Oh uh, well, I heard differently. You see what happened was. But tell yeah, me, tell, us tell me story. how this happened. And according to this, you didn't tell your dad about this. Absolutely not. So yeah, so, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> so tell me the story behind this cloud of haze that became the Espinosa offices. So we get a. I'm throwing. I find out that I'm throwing a, the New Year's party because I just bought my house. I want the family to come over. I want to have a good time. I get the DJs. I get the lights. I get all that stuff. So I'm have assuming this is a fog machine. And I decided, Are you throwing the New Year's party at your house or at the office? <laughs> so hold on. So then obviously I get on Amazon and I decide to go and buy an industrial fogger. You know what I mean? <laughs> I saw a whole bunch I saw a whole bunch of videos on Facebook that you put it with dry ice and the smoke stays on the ground. So I want to try it out. So the shipment comes in. 
I plug it in. You know, I want to see how it worked. It worked. <laughs> it definitely worked. I left. The, I held the button a little too long. <laughs> and it just then, kept coming out. Oh, it just kept on coming out a lot too, man. Like like a ridiculous amount. And then um, the, the sprinklers were off. Not the sprinkler. The, the 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 fire, fire alarm. alarm. The sprinklers go, going off. off. No, I open up all the windows and the fans, and it's not doing nothing. It was <laughs> like that. It was like that for a good three hours. I shut down. My bookkeeper couldn't see her computer phone. <laughs> That that smoke is pretty light compared to what it what it got to. And you can barely see anybody in this. Oh, photo. it got, it got it got really bad. I got nervous. I thought the fire department was gonna come in because we opened windows and the freaking smoke is coming. The up. fire department didn't come. No, they never showed up. Thank God. No so, way. Uh, I don't you, know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. How did, how did your dad eventually find out? I, I heard he knows about it now. Who who, bro, who who threw you under the bus? Probably one of them. Probably the mole that gave you that <laughs> <laughs> a little snitch over here. <laughs> So, so you're still you're still scared to tell your dad about shit. Ah, uh, no, I mean. Oh, uh, you didn't tell him about know. this. He doesn't need to know everything, right? <laughs> He's got this under control. When you're on the road, you don't want to get bothered with stupid stuff like that. You know what I mean? What's another What's another mess up you were too nervous to go tell him about? Because uh, I love when this. I, when I was younger, I, you have to understand I'm you. Right, right. I worked Ryan. with my dad for many years. Right. You know, I, I would tell the story of how I opened up the store late one day, but I've said it like a couple times, and Paul get mad because I get off topic a lot and repeat <laughs> myself. But yeah, I mean, like literally, my dad like didn't talk to me for a month because of one, I lied to him about it. Whenever I didn't tell him why. Back then, cell phones didn't work, so I just told him, "Oh no, your phone, you know, it's out of state. It didn't work." But yeah, I opened up late. He found out. I didn't talk to me for a month. Right. So I'm, I'm you. So I'm really. What's no, another? yeah, no, nothing like that. But I remember when I was younger, we were uh, shipping samples. Right, sample after sample, and we're using DHL because DHL was giving better rates back then okay. against UPS or whatever. And I got it. two hundred boxes of samples, and I don't know how many of those boxes of samples I sent without samples. <laughs> <laughs> what did you oh, straight no. up empty boxes with newspaper? You're kidding oh, me! Oh yeah, it was terrible. It was really <laughs> how bad. does that happen? You that just... was really bad. It was literally just these small little DH buttons. That you grab a five pack, you throw it in newspaper, you close it, and you go. And it was a lot. And oh, you would miss every now and then. <laughs> he would get calls all the time. It's an empty box. <laughs> you know, and he's like, "Yeah, that's my son." Yo, you should be newspaper. You know. How old were you then? Twelve, thirteen. Oh, that's in the that's, summer then. That's child labor laws, dude. Right. Don't worry about it. You're excused. <laughs> then the popcorn thing one time. You know the little popcorn things that you the open? droppers. Yeah, I was pulling it one time and just all dropped all over the place, just the worst. really being filled. The oh, worst. it's terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> I filled in somebody's car with a whole bag of that popcorn once. Yeah, there's uh, a video of it. Yes. That's demonic. We bro. filled that's the whole cool, car. Man. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. Me and Emily, Lady M, did it to Those a guy things, that worked with us. Uh, I hate getting shipments with us, though. He used, to, he used to joke with her and put it in her purse all the time. So when she'd go home and go to her purse, there'd be all this popcorn in it. <laughs> so she's like, I got to put something in like Ronnie's like, office. I'm like, office? You don't know how to get back at somebody. <laughs> so we, we dropped a couple of the big bags from the ceiling, and we filled his whole car up yeah. with popcorn. Ah. I mean, like, up to the steering wheel. When he popcorn. opened the door, you the just see it just pouring everywhere. Pouring out. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. It I was jokes. Uh, you guys remember Gary Arts? Yeah, God rest his soul. Yeah, man, I miss him so much. But he comes into the office one time. My mom goes to I don't know where, and she brings me a hot sauce that she had to sign a waiver for. Wait, wait, wait. What? Right? wait, your mom brings yeah. you a hot sauce. A hot sauce that she had to sign a waiver for. Ridiculously hot, right? <laughs> okay. So, I like your mom already. That's, that's so, Miami for you, I so, guess. So what do I do? I grab a cigar, you know, and I just lace the top of it oh, with no. this hot sauce. You did not. And I'm blowing on it and shaking it and putting a little towel on it, making sure it's not so shiny and throw it back into the to the cellophane. Oh, that's you messed right? up. I say the next person that walks into this door is getting this cigar, right? Sure enough, Gary Arch. 
Dude, you're lucky you didn't kill him. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this story gets a lot better, right? That's just a cigar. When I see it's him, me and him didn't see eye to eye. He was always a little grumpy back then, you know, and I'm a little kid. And, he was awesome to me. So I say, all right, I go to the water gallon. I take the water gallon out. You know, one the so there's yeah, nothing. To, don't tell you put something in there. No, 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 no. I just take it out. There's that nothing would, to drink. That would be like ultra. <laughs> wait, that would be like ultra, ultra treacherous than to spike the water. <laughs> to go spike the water that he would go drink. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, you're vicious. <laughs> I take that out. I empty the fridge. There was Gatorades and water. You hit everything. Do you control? Oh, that's messed up. Gone. I turn off the water from the sink. <laughs> right? Wow. No water coming out. Wow. So, all right. So, my dad, he's on in it. He didn't know I did all that. He gives him the cigar. He says, hey, I don't know about this cigar. It's a little too spicy. You know, tell me what you think. Cuts it, lights it, licking it, turns it on, and he's like, whoa. No, no. <laughs> this cigar is too, too spicy. No, no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Books it straight to our kitchen. Oh, wow. Opens the fridge, empty. Gallon of water, empty. Turns on the sink, empty. empty. Goes to the, the sink of the bathroom, so the water doesn't turn on. The only thing that saved them were the little milk uh, creamers. All the creamers. <laughs> he, popped, he was popping all the little creamers. <laughs> but then we're fanning him. I, I, got, I got scared on that one. Oh, I got scared on that one. Yeah, that one, that one was scary. I bet, you, I bet you that made you a lot better friends. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember I used to put water in my hand and then just like pretend to sneeze on him. Oh. Oh, oh, he would wig out, and then he would use a little uh, hanky. Little hanky he had all day long. That was nasty. He'd blow his nose, but then he would, yeah. <laughs> he all had that hanky all day long. Gary Arts, wow. What, what did Gary, I, I don't know of Gary. Gary was a media guy, kind of. He was like the early stages of having, yeah. he was like, I mean, could be like the first like really media guy. Yeah, I he know. was. I mean, he was, he was post-Cigar Dave, but. Dave was around before Gary as far as media. Gary would write a lot, though. But Gary, Gary was, a, yeah, Gary was a big writer, and then he got into videos toward yes. the end and whatever, yeah. and, you know, he was kind of like, yeah, I mean, he was an industry kind of standard, I mm -hmm. mean, but yeah. basically he was a writer and a media guy, and back before it was popular, back before there was, like, Facebook about it and stuff right. like that, so, yeah. MySpace, I remember his MySpace thing. Yeah, MySpace. Oh, God, that's how bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes Farmville. I remember sitting in the cigar shop and playing Farmville with him. Yeah, 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 I'm telling you. Yeah, he used man. to come to the cigar shop I used to work at every day. Wow. Down in Miami. Well, yeah. that's, and that's something about you. You you worked retail for a while. That's I about, why, I did about that's five That's why years, when yeah. he makes packaging, he thinks about how right. the box sits on the shelf. Mm -hmm. I've said it once. I've said it a million times. Any manufacturer with a brain would have somebody on hand that, that has, has worked retail, in retail. experience yeah. anytime you think about making packaging. Because yes. you know the ones that doesn't. Now, yeah, was that no, I know, I know. the manufacturers that don't? You know, because you were the one stacking them in the humidor. Yeah, and, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Did you? Was that your first job? Like your first job ever? Was that? Was it there? Was, or what? Working with my dad in the humid in uh, in the office when I was going to school. But my first like real job was yeah, working at a cigar shop. Not working for your dad. Did he, was, was that summer? His? No, like legit getting paid constantly. Yeah, at a cigar shop. Was that his idea to have you go to a place like that, or that was all on your own? Yeah, he he got me. him and my cousin were the ones that. You know, what shop was there. it? Right. Give them props. Was, uh, Are they still around? No, I don't think they're around anymore. But the second one that I worked for was uh, Sawarawana. Oh, okay. With George. You worked for those guys? Yeah, actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You must have learned a lot. Yeah, them, those guys no, are great. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I like those guys. We get no, along. they're good. great. We get along good. I took over there. How long did you work with those guys? About three, four years. I worked at their, the Doral store for a while with uh, with Hollywood Jose. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, he was the one. He, he, I was his, uh, he was my, what is it, I was his protege, I guess. Protege, yeah. Right. 
Um, and then I was doing pretty good, and they gave me basically the Coral Gable store, and I ran that one. For, now they for only a have while. the Durrell store now. They just got the Durrell store, store now. Right, right. Yeah. Did you feel at the time, since you were working in shops, were you like, oh, come on, I don't, I don't want to. Like, did did you know you were going to end up going back to your dad full time? And no, no, were you like, I don't really want to be doing this. Or, I don't like, think at that. Your... I don't think at that time he knew his dad may, may still be doing this that, that far down yeah, the road. No, my more dad, at that point. Eric, Eric had a few stumbling blocks along the yeah, way. He, that, he's talked about that, it. Yeah. That you know, it didn't look eminent that it would you know right, right. be around, be around. That long. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was in school. And he gives me a call one day, and he just... Uh, what did you study? What were you studying? At least when you were going to school, what were you thinking you might do? Inter- international business. Okay. I was international, Why international business. business. Were you going to go to Latin America? Or? I, I wanted to do a little traveling abroad and stuff okay. like that. And, <laughs> and yeah, I wanted, that's what I wanted to do at that point in time, and whether it was ho- in hotels. And I knew that it was like catering, you know what I mean? Okay. I, I'm, I'm more, it interests me, mm-hmm. bringing large groups of people together. Yeah. Um, he called me one day, and it was just like a heart-to-heart. And he tells me that he's basically sick and tired of making everybody else money and um, him having the issues that he's constantly having, that he wants to do it together. You know, and I said, absolutely, let's do it. We got a small little warehouse down in Hialeah Gardens, real small, much smaller than what we have now. And I remember starting off with bundles, just straight up bundles and bundles. And I'm packing bundles and making invoices. I remember I bought a QuickBooks Online when I first started. <laughs> we couldn't even do back orders and no inventory, no right. nothing, just making in- I- I- invoices. Just individual invoices. Just for individual it. invoices. Yeah. If we don't have them, too bad. That's it. It, it, it is what it is. And uh, we started going from there. And then Hector jumped on board, started helping us out. We got Anthony. Oh, so Hector was there pretty Hector, much from Hector the very was beginning. There. Hector was there very early. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Hector's been there since uh, since day one. He, when, before we opened the doors, he was already involved in, in working with us. And... Um, then we got Anthony, and then taxes came the first year. And I'm the one doing all these invoices. And it was, <laughs> oh, man, it was bad, bro. It was bad. I tell her, we have to get a bookkeeper. We got a bookkeeper, and she really didn't even want to mess with it. But now she's still with us for seven years. Oh, wow. Is that what's yeah. her name? Uh, Pilar. So she oh, Pilar. Yeah, yeah. What is what's her name, dude? The- Danielle? What's yes. her name? Danielle. She, I forgot, dude. She, she runs the joint. If you she's, call there, yeah. she's in, she tells you where to go, she's who to talk one, to. Yeah, she's the one that's going to invoice you for those two boxes. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep listen. I keep sliding myself in front of him, hoping he won't see them. So yeah, we have a good team, man. And then now we just got Jack, Jack on board, and he's helped out tremendously. He's been doing a great job. We had Jack on. We had Jack on like literally the week that your dad announced that he was coming on board. Remember, we had. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it was that that Wednesday or Tuesday. The Espinosa put out the press release, and then Jack Tarania was on, which was cool because we got to almost break the story. I mean, now I I just have to ask right before we go to a, our last of three breaks for this wow. new Cami episode, um, how how fun does it a political conversation get in the <laughs> office since Jack came on board? <laughs> yeah, you know about that, huh? Oh God, yeah. I've had, I've had my little quirks with Jack. He's what, very. Is he, one, is he like me? Uh, maybe a little worse than you. More liberal than me? Yeah, I think so. You're, you're honestly. I knew I you, liked him. You keep me in check. You're really midstream. You're a little pan. You're more. I consider you more pansy than liberal, right? You're just weak. But no, Jack's. Great, I think thanks. Jack's way more left than you. Dude, that oh, was wow. a compliment. I called you a pansy, That's a, not a liberal. That's a compliment. Oh, re- oh, is that what that? Oh, okay. oh thanks. I, I didn't realize. <laughs> I thought the compliment was keeping him in check. Yeah, that too. He keeps me in check a little bit, but he's cool. We're we're uh... no, no. But he has like, I mean, your dad and I are similar. We're friends for over twenty years, so right. I know we have similar, pretty much, 
thought processes and our beliefs and whatever. Jack's pretty much the other side of it. Jack's actually the the lone horse in the office. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. You guys like all getting up on him? <laughs> no, man. He's he's he's. Ne- it's never gone that that crazy. No. No, it's never because when it comes down to business, he understands. But every, yeah, I'm not talking every, about business. Every, I'm talking about when you're having all, a cigar. All the other stuff. Yeah. yeah it's it's. Well, the rest it's, of the time, different. Jack's on the road, so it, it, it doesn't affect yeah. anything. <laughs> is it like is it like Jack against everybody else in the office? We don't get too crazy, but yes. Yeah, pretty <laughs> <much>. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love I love Junior because he's always like, he, he's like, well, yeah. let's not talk politics, but yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a little break for the so, final time on this episode of KMA Talk Radio. We will be back and more, more with Eric Espinosa Junior. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hi, this is Nish Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. I want to introduce you guys out to our Old World Reserve Corojo made in a Honduran facility. What a beautiful medium-bodied cigar. When you light it up, it's got a gorgeous white ash, and you get that sweetness from that delicious Corojo wrapper, a little bit of spice, and a lot of nuttiness. Go to your local brick and mortar, check out the Old World Reserve Corojo. You will not be disappointed. Again, what a delicious cigar. Have you yet experienced a Toscano cigar? The full-bodied flavors and aromas of fire-cured tobaccos and a long aging time make smoking a Toscano a unique and exciting experience. Since 1818, Toscano has been one of the best-selling cigars in the world. 200 years of tradition are hand-rolled in the unique shape of every Toscano cigar. Smoking a Toscano is a way of life. Take part in a 200-year-old legacy of handmade, fire-cured Italian cigars. Available at your local premium cigar retailer. Hello, this is Glenn Case, owner of Christoph Cigars. There's nothing more important to me than family. That's why I treasure the moments with my wife, Terry, and our son, Christopher, a.k.a. Christoph. When we have those rare moments to talk about life, there's nothing better than smoking Christoph to enhance our time together. For Terry, it's our Christoph Sweet Tip Cuban Selection. For Chris, our Sumatra, and for me, our original Maduro. Enhance your family time with Christoph Cigars. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Sobre Mesa, a lush liga with a creamy core laced with abundant notes of cedar, cocoa, and cafe, which is punctuated by a telecherry peppercorn retrohale, pleasing to the nose and providing the smoker a delightfully sweet, lingering finish. This cigar is a refined, balanced, and complex blend intended for the experienced palate. Ask your tobacconist for Sobre Mesa today. With over 20 years in the cigar industry, Eric Espinosa has done it all. He began in retail, became a sales manager, developed and owns his own brands, and today is internationally known as a manufacturer of top-quality premium cigars. Nothing gives Eric more pleasure than to be able to make his own cigars for consumers worldwide to enjoy. Experienced cigars made in the Espinosa way. La Ranja Reserva, Murcielago, 601, and Espinosa Habano in Connecticut. For more information, visit EspinosaCigars.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? Your funeral? That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. Here, try this Rickloose cigar. You're going to need all the help you could get. Hey, don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Rickloose. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. Hey, I think you should stick with that Rickloose cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game, and, and I know a little something about games. Boom. Hey, sucker, go buy yourself a Rickloose cigar and do it today. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year, 
With numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro or Maduro. Great and fun times are always made better with great food. Come experience the new menu by Rum Shack at the world-famous Spearmint Rhino in West Palm Beach, featuring exciting new and delicious offerings. Experience their one-pound New York Strip Steak Special for just under $15 daily until 10 p.m. Enjoy a fine lunch without breaking your wallet every Tuesday and Saturday from their $7 lunch menu. No matter the time or day, the kitchen is open till close at Spearmint Rhino, West Palm Beach. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Love you, too. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. What's up? Paul, the producer. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. And we are here with Mr. Eric Espinosa, Jr. Junior. Junior. Did, did your family, what does your family call you? They call you Junior or they call you Eric or what? Like, Eric. Or hey, Cameron. you. No. No. <laughs> no, they don't say that. Hey, campeon. Cojones. Um, we got Coop on? Yeah, Coop is there. Coop the Scoop? Yeah. You know, he's been giving out bad mortgages to Zev Kamensky. What? <laughs> He'll tell you the story. Huh? Is that a Hey, yo, what's my theme music? The Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news. Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Coopaloop, Loop, what's happening? See, if you're not going to have social media, and mm-hmm. don't be shocked when you don't know what's going on in the world. Uh, I have I, to send him I'm, screenshots I'm not, but of it things. Just, like, it's, <laughs> it's, Zev, Zev Kamensky got screwed over by Mr. Cooper. Which is like oh, a new yes, I did see this. I did see this. So everybody's like, why are you getting mortgages from William Cooper? <laughs> because have you, have you seen all the posts that Coop makes? He's buying cars. He's buying new stoves. His house is huge. I'm like, Coop's, Coop, let me loan us some of that the, media cash. The Lambo is going to be in the driveway next <laughs> <Yeah>. weekend. <laughs> well, so I know Coop. people would think, I, yeah, what's going on, guys? <laughs> so, Coop, what, what's the deal with you giving bad mortgages out, man? Uh, he, I, all I know is, you know, Zev actually li- doesn't live too far from me, and all of a sudden people are paying me, like, what, what's up with you and these mortgages from Zev? I'm like, <laughs> and I look at this thing, I'm saying, Mr. Cooper, like, Zev, you're killing me right now. <laughs> go back to the, go back to your, go back to flying somewhere. It makes it easier. <laughs> I, I forgot what Mr. Cooper was. I'm not sure it was Nation. It was, it was something. It was some big outfit, and then they renamed themselves Mr. Cooper. Oh, it was okay. a mortgage company because one of my mortgages used to be with that bank, and they p- changed it to Mr. Cooper. Well, point. and your mortgage gets bought out sixty times in yeah, the well, amount of time that you have yeah. it. But so I guess his mortgage got sold to this to Mr. Cooper, or it was some deal where there was escrow money and they burned it or did something. Exactly. I'm not sure what yeah. happened, but yeah, you know, hope, hopefully it all worked out for Zeb. So Coop, what's the scoop, man? How's everything going? Everything's going good. Everything's going good. Um, it's uh, been a good week. Uh, can't complain. Um, but there's something going on in the news right now. Um, and the first thing is something that you and I actually were messaging about uh, midweek, um, and it's this this Facebook um, policy that's about to be enforced about restricting tobacco. Companies. Oh yeah, that's something we didn't well, even touch on today. Well, that, that's exactly what I want to talk to Coop about. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because from what I understand, the way I read it, Coop, it's not that it's going to be enforced. Their message was effective immediately. 
Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing: the, the report came from CNN, right? And it was there was a lot of ambiguity in the report because in the I have the article right in front of me. It says the new policy will prohibit all sales, trades, transfers, and gifting of tobacco products on Facebook and Instagram. The spokesperson said, any brands that post content related to the sale or transfer of these products will have to restrict the, that content to adults 18 and over. So are they prohibiting all the content, or are they just saying it has to be on a 18 or over page? Well, and that, how do you right. do that? Yeah, I guess no, when you a, join... There's a, there's a setting. All, mm-hmm. all our pages are set to 21 yeah. and above. Okay. All yeah. our social media yeah. pages. I think even KMA Radio is set to 21 and above, right. just to be yeah. safe. But yeah, all our pages are set to 21 and above. Okay. So Abe and I are messaging, well, what does sale exactly mean? That's where this is becoming very. They, the article didn't really define what what sale meant right now, and that's the mean, problem, right? Because yeah. it's the yeah. CTAs, it's the call to actions mm-hmm. that we're concerned about. Um, it, you know, putting a link and saying buy it here, that's definitely call to action. It's propagating a sale, or is is me showing a picture of a cigar saying, "Man, you guys should try one today." Is that call to action? So we don't know where that defines, and I don't know if if me even doing a promotion, just saying, "Hey, these are off." If that's a call to action, as far as they're concerned, because we don't know what their exact definition is. So, you know, just so you know, Coop, you know, we deal with an outside agency that, that has a liaison with Facebook, and I have a meeting scheduled with her at, on the thirtieth, and she's trying to find out through her Facebook, you know, mole. Lead, well, no, no, <laughs> it's not mole. It's, it's Facebook representatives that deal with her organization directly, and to get the exact bear, bearings. But I, if if my gut tells me what I expect will happen is they will give her nothing but complete ambiguity so yep. that there's a complete shroud that will give them the leeway to judge what they want and don't want put on and at they their don't, own discretion. Right. You know, I have tried boosting KMA shows, exact same copy, exact same type. Some get through. And it's very weird, right? So um, I, I don't think we're going to get a good answer from her, but I will definitely share it with you in social media when we do find out what, what, what her Facebook liaison uh, comes back to her with. But, yeah, I don't think anybody really knows what the right answer is. And the, the problem is I don't think anybody's going to know until people start getting shut down. Right. And this is going to affect the manufacturers, too. I mean, like, on, on your side, Eric, you guys have a, a pretty big social following. Yeah, really but they, they, because they don't deal with end consumers. So I guess that's they're, true, they're, but they still do giveaways safe. and whatnot. Well, giveaways, the days of giveaways is probably going to be over. Okay. But Even swag, like T-shirts, like that. Well, see, here's the thing. Cigar-related material. So is, is a lighter a cigar-related material? Is, is a, a cigar cutter a cigar-related material? Right. Is my, you know, smoking tumbler or KMA tumbler cigar-related material? So they, they've left it so vague enough that you don't know what they're going to do, right? Right, and it, here's the thing, you know, it could be like, you know, there's the Espinosa Everyday shirt. Well, is that considered something that's tobacco-related? Right. That's different than having an Espinosa Laranja shirt, you know, so I, I think there's some ways around that. You know, Abe, the other thing is I really think, and I, and I don't expect the PCA to call Mark Zuckerberg and get the policy changed, right? I'm not, that's not my expectation. But I expect PCA to acknowledge that this is something that affects now the base that they're trying to capture and at least come up with some guidelines and recommendations like, they should be meeting with, with some Facebook leaders, and they should be giving recommendations right now. This is what you should do, and this is what you should stay away from right now. Well, I mean, that's what, if you want to be a full-service organization, that's what you got to do. Listen, man, I could do I could a whole episode on the shortcomings <laughs> of the PCA and, and, and whatnot. I mean, the PCA for years, like, were trying to, and this was going on when I was a board member. They were like, you know, we need to, you know, they were against online retailers, right? That was a constant concern of them, right? 
when they didn't even realize that their own membership were more and more selling online. So if you really want to do the organization a justice, start teaching your membership how to better themselves online social media. So they, they've always kind of had yeah. that older school mentality kind of way. So if you're talking about Facebook and social media, you're, you're, you're going way beyond their heads on, on, on something like that. And, you know, Facebook's one of those things. It's not like you could pick up the phone and call them. You know I mean? That's the problem with all these tech companies. They've really buffered themselves from it. This is why, listen, you could say what you want. Because if you look at the tech not the tech companies, right, all these social media and computer-based companies, you could say what you want, but somebody tell me another outfit other than Amazon that you could pick up the phone and call somebody toll-free and they answer. Can't do it with Google. Can't do it with Yelp. Can't do it with Facebook. Facebook. No. Any of these guys, they've buffered themselves from having to deal with people. Yeah, that's the whole point. You yeah. never have to. Yep. They never have to speak to a mm -hmm. consumer. Let me tell you something. When I when I buy something on a website, I look. If there's not a toll free number, I will not. Does buy from there. Amazon you can call? Oh yeah, that's right. No, you have you can click a button and they call not you. Even. Just Google toll free Amazon. One eight hundred number. Pops but it's easier off. if you go to your order. You can click call me and they call you within a minute. I'm that's telling right, you, you're I right. called that number. They answer the phone. You're through with ten seconds, fifteen seconds of somebody. You know, so you can see what you want, but at least they do that. There's nobody to talk to. There's nobody to deal with at Facebook, and I think they like it. They like the obscurity. They like not having to be held accountable to anything and not deal with anybody and make up the rules as they go. Because they can. Because they can. Yep. But, you know, like I said, like I said in my post, I made a post earlier this this week. Um, you know, I love it when people think they're untouchable because that's when you get knocked off your horse, right? Because yep. all it's going to take is a group of guys. And, and, I, and listen to me, all I know is if... There was MeWe stock. It went up this week because everybody, so many people now. Have, I, I what is MeWe? It's the competitor to Facebook. There's huh. a competitor to Facebook. It's called MeWe. M e w e. M e w e. dot com. Like me and we, I guess. Mm -hmm. and, I'll put it up. <laughs> yeah, but, but listen, I opened up an account, and I can't tell you how many people have seen. I, I opened an account just to be ready. Right, we're actually going to build a KMA MeWe account and a Smoking MeWe account, and we're not going to make it active. But we're going to post to people, hey, listen, follow these pages now so if something does get shut down, they don't got to look for us or already be members on our MeWe page. Mm. But it's just, it's a, do you know more about this guy? It's a Christian-based guy who basically made like a, hey, this is going to be a non-biased platform or something like that. I mean, I really don't know much about it, to be honest. Do you know more about MeWe, Paul? You mean Coop? Coop. I know nothing about it. No, I, I, I probably, I mean, I found out the same way you did. I started getting invites to this thing called MeWe this week, and I, I set something up too there. I mean, it's it's certainly an option. Um, it's I don't think the problem is with me. We like Facebook. Like what we do is we try to reach out to people beyond who are our regular cigar people, right? That's what we're always trying to do: grow our audience. With me, we that that big all the cigar people can go over there, but if there's not a big enough audience, it's going to be tougher to do that. I know we can all stay in touch, but I think we'd find a way to do that one way or another. Well, I mean, the point being is that people will look somewhere, you know. Yes. And this this will drive somebody innovative enough, driven enough, to make another social platform. And I was like I said, like I'm post, if Facebook doesn't believe this can happen, I'm pretty sure that MySpace talk felt to the, the same guys way. at MySpace. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, whoever thought and Friendster, mm -hmm. remember Friendster? Friendster? Yeah. We listen, yeah. whoever thought Lehman Brothers would be closed? Yeah, that's right? true. Right. I mean, Lehman Brothers of all true. institutions, right? So when you think you're untouchable, right? It's when stuff like that happens. So. You know, the more and more... It's about they, time for Facebook to fall off their it, horse anyway. You know what? Let's be honest. It, it, mm -hmm. Listen, it ain't going to kill anybody. They've all made their money. 
But you know what? It is outdated. The kids don't like Facebook. The no. next generation, your, they, your kids right, don't right, use Facebook, right? Well, they kind of still do. But any any of the young generation, is Insta, like, they, yeah, but they it, own it. it. Yeah, they do it, own it. Yeah, I know, but but Insta will be the same way. Any, any of the young generation, Snapchat. There's going to be the next Zuckerberg, and that's what happens. The next Zuckerberg is going to come along, and something's going to happen. But but you know, Facebook, in my industry, Facebook is for 45 plus females. If you want to reach those people, in in all honesty, it's I, it's moms. Housewives, like that that's the group. Like if you really need to do lead gen for, for that group, that's that's where you go is Facebook. For for younger the younger generation, it's Insta and Snapchat. You yeah. don't you don't get people under twenty five on Facebook. I mean they're they're on there obviously, but it's not in mass. Right. Like the I, other groups. I still, I still like Facebook as a format because I get to have my interactions like busting balls back and forth with Skip and stuff like that. <laughs> but, which I can't seem to figure out how it's done in the other Social media platforms like Instagram, it's like, it's like, hey, I like this picture and I move on, right? There's no, it's not the same. Yeah. There's no social or group interaction regarding even one post or one story, right? So, I don't know, yeah. but yeah, I mean, so I mean, so you opened up a MeWe account for uh, your 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 blog, your website. Yeah, yeah, I did a personal one and I did a cigar coop one yeah. as well. I What's mean, a I cigar coop? What do you, how does it work? You give it an at name or something? You can give us a plug. It's just uh, I don't even know how to do. It. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's like a Facebook page. It's the equivalent of so if you type cigar coop in a media. Yeah, I, like I was just messing with you because I figured you didn't know. Yeah, you, <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I mean, all of a sudden I I I, I hear everyone saying Miwi's the answer. Like, like we got to go to Miwi. I'm like, I think people also need to relax on this. So you know, I think people need to just relax a little on this. Too. I don't think it's gonna be uh, this big shut off one day. But we got to be a cognizant of it. Yeah. But you know, here's the thing, and this is why I don't like. Because in any, you know, and I don't know why someone, probably because they just can't afford it, why there's a class action lawsuit or something, but, but you know, in any agreement, because Facebook does have a terms of agreement, right? In any agreement that you have or any contract today, most of them, there's always a time to cure, right? You you don't, you're in breach of the agreement, right? right. Something's you wrong. Fix it. You, 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 you get notified and you have a certain time in which to cure the problem, Right. But Facebook doesn't yes. do that. They just shut people off like it did years ago where all these guys' websites overnight went off. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I mean, that, that that's the, the part, right? I mean, I've always looked at my personal page, my personal Facebook page. I, I, I try to get very little, very little political on my personal Facebook page. I try to share very little business-related matters. I do sometimes, but very little business matters because I'm, I, I, I want my Facebook page to be an historical timeline of my life for my kids and my grandkids. That's how I use Facebook, right? Well, hopefully, it's still around. Hopefully, it's still around, right? Mm-hmm. But that—that's how I look at it, right? Um, so my kids one day, or my grandkids, they want to know what Grandpa was doing. Well, they can go back and see my whole timeline, right? Who's this Skip Martin guy that he keeps talking right? to? Right, 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 <laughs> right. So, um, but but you know, my 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 page is my cigar company background, my radio show background, whatever. So, I mean, I was like, I mean, man, they shut this stuff down. A lot of stuff is going to be lost forever that's really just really only exists on Facebook. Isn't it crazy that stuff just can't exist only on Facebook? No, when... Adam will be the only one that's saved. Well, I mean, Yay. it doesn't only exist if you have it in your phone before you right. post it. But if you post it directly to Facebook or a moment or a caption or something, mm. it's gone. It's, it's there forever. It's gone. So that's kind of the little bit freaky thing about it. You may admit, the worst thing, Abe, is the cigar industry may have to go back to writing press releases. <laughs> <laughs> and then you still won't get them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you still won't get them. Yeah. 
So, so Coop, while I got you on here, have you? Did you get a chance to try? Uh, oh, dang! Just hit a monitor with it. Did you get a chance to try one of these cigars that uh, Eric bought here? The, 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 yeah. In fact, the thing is, um, I when when I got them right, and I was talking with Hector, I said, Hector, is this really like Connecticut shade? That was the first. Uh, he's I was talking like, about the bunker belt. Yeah. It, it we talking about, are we talking about the bunker buster? No, I was, I'm talking about the, the, the MTZ, the Las Seis Provencias. You said that Not also. yet. I have it, but I don't have that one yet. I have the cigar, but I haven't smoked it yet. Okay, I wanted to see what your feedback on it is. The beautiful yeah, and the cigar. reason is... What is I, MTZ I, I, for, for our listeners? Matanza. What is Matanza? Yeah. So it's one of the provinces. In the mic. Sorry. It's one of the provinces. Provinces of One of the six original provinces. In... Cuba. There you go. Yeah. I, I, we just assume our listeners always don't know everything, oh, okay. so we like to clarify. Right, right. <laughs> so you didn't get a chance to try one of these? No, in fact, I got one uh, from the show, but I shipped everything back from Vegas, and that thing was on a truck for a week, so uh, I, those things got to set my humidor for a little bit. Well, yeah. I got a couple boxes, so when we see you, we'll, we'll smoke a bunch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be down the first weekend of September. I heard you're coming in the studio, yeah? You're already on the schedule. Yeah. Good stuff. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm going to be down there, yep. We, so, uh, we'll be down that weekend. So I guess you did thought I was talking about the Bunker Buster, so as long as you got into that, tell us mm-hmm. what you think about that cigar. You know, I was really impressed with that you cigar. Know, don't be saying, nice. Wh- don't be nice just because no. it's our cigar and Eric and I are in no, the No, I, I mean, I was a little, <laughs> harder, know, be, be I was a little harder on the, um, what do you call it, the, uh, the hand grippers, right? So, but, this, but this cigar, what was interesting about it is, I had gotten the information on it, and I'm like, is this really Connecticut Shade? Because it, I thought maybe it was a light Habano wrapper. It was, you know, because it was much, it had a much more of a pop for Connecticut Shade. Uh, I thought it was a really good spin on the, on the blend there. Thanks. Well, I had nothing to do with the blend. <laughs> good job, Eric. I mean, we, we, we picked it, but they, yeah. they put it All together, right. man. It was solid. No, I, I mean, I, I, like the, uh, I like the shape. This time it uh, went for the rounded Rounded perfecto. I kind of like that. So I think it was. Uh, like I said, I think it was a really good installment of of the um, of the series. It is a unique shape, actually. I noticed that. Yeah. I, I liked it. Thank you. That, yeah. That, that the original shape was my idea. Okay. We were, cool, we were, was that the shape of the of the original one, or? Well, the, it just wasn't box pressed. Okay. Yeah. It just, it's kind of yeah. like the original shape, but unbox pressed. The original shape right. was more box pressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, good stuff. So any any, any hyper uh, link of news you want to discuss before we wind this show down? Um, I think the only other thing we should mention—I don't know if it was mentioned earlier—was uh, Espinosa released their Lancero in the Habano this week. Yeah, yes, uh, we got them in uh, two days ago. Really? Yep, yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, we actually had that news on Coop. So uh, that I appreciate that, Coop. So you've become now another manufacturer who makes a cigar that everybody wants but no one can seem to sell. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, that, well, that, we, we we sell ours. That would be a, no, no. Let, you you sell me, them. We don't sell them. That's the difference. <laughs> I love when manufacturers say, "Oh, we sell all our Lanceros." I'm sure you do because I keep getting suckered into buying them, and because everybody keeps telling me how awesome they are, and then I put them on the shelf, and no consumers come and buy them. Someone needs to explain this. Is that just anomaly? A, is that just no, a South Florida no, thing, or is I, it? I don't know, but this is a shared consensus by many retailers. Yep. Okay. Right, it's not, it's not like an Abe thing or a South Florida thing. This is a shared consensus by many retailers. Lanceros are always talked about. Oh, they're raved about. I, I don't know. It's like five guys who decided to make all the buzz in the universe. And it's like the same five guys posting or talking about it everywhere. Mm-hmm. But we all get convinced, like, oh, we gotta get the Lancero in. We put it on our shelves and ask Adam, what's the number one skew we pull off the shelves because it won't sell? Lancero. Are, and are they harder to make? Yes, yes. absolutely. Very well, just picture all the tobacco that you're putting in a 60 ring gauge cigar and trying to maintain that blend, but putting it in a right, get the 40, same flavor mm-hmm. out of, in yeah. a 40 ring gauge cigar. 
Me personally, is a Corona and Sierra. I've come now. I, I never used to like that size. I thought it was very feminine, you know, girly, small. Cigarette. And you're not a small guy, so it. No, it looks worse in my hand, <laughs> yeah. right? It looks like a cigarette. Like I got a toothpick and picking my teeth with a Lancero. <laughs> so, you know, I'm picking, yeah, I'm picking my teeth with Lanceros. So, um, but but I've come to, and you probably back me up on this one. I'm getting a lot of people saying that they sell the hell out of Lanceros. Yeah. Retailers on here. Have you not heard that retailers can't sell them? I've heard them, but I've heard the, the retailers that can't sell them don't buy them. But, but, but you, you heard this story, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coop, yeah. have you heard this before, or am I just uh, talking about my, my son works retail. I can tell you that straight out. He's pulling Lanceros onto the, the special table all the time. I'm they, telling they you. Sell, they, they don't, they, they, there's, a, there's a rabid fan base who make a lot of noise about it, right? And Espinosa certainly has a very, very loyal and rabid fan base. But when it comes to getting outside those fan bases, that's where these releases tend to not sell. I'm just telling you, it's like the industry anomaly, man. It's the most talked about size, and I, without a doubt, the least selling size. Oddly enough. I probably have 10 Lanceros in my humidor right now that I just haven't smoked. It's, it's my wife's favorite size. It was my wife's favorite size before mine, but I like it because I tend it's a to quicker. Think no, well, that, that used to be my rationale. I used to think I was getting into them because they were shorter and quicker, yeah. and I didn't have enough time to really enjoy them. They're slow burning. But I, I, I think I like them because I think I taste the flavor of the, the cigar better. The wrapper, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a more tense in flavor. It's a more right. concentrated flavor. I guess of, that makes sense. Yeah. Of the yeah. cigar, and I think that's what really... Why now I've become drawn to that size. But the other problem is you get a bad one. Is it, is like, right? it is like it is like trying to suck a milkshake yep. through a straw <laughs> in yep. the worst possible way. No. And it is Absolutely. awful. They have to be rolled right without a doubt. So, but I mean, uh, we'll have you on or we'll have you call in in six months and we'll see how many Lanceros <laughs> you sold compared to all your other sizes. All right, no, I, we do small batches. I'm with you, but the no, people, if is. they're asking for so, them, we so, got to make them. Okay, but so here it is. You make a small batch because nobody's buying them. There's like 10 guys buying them in the country. There's one guy, what's his name? Uh, Jose. Jose, who's made a market of his store has every Lancero and the, and the, Critch, the Critchfields, apparently, because they're saying on they're here awesome. that they sell they're them the like best. crazy. They're the best. The Critchfields? Curt Curtis and, and Chrissy yes. are on saying that they their store sells tons of them. What's up, guys? Well, if you need Lanceros, call Chrissy Critchfield. She's got them. <laughs> yeah. They're big store? supporters Where, of the show. She's yeah. always on the show. Yeah. I love her on social media. Where, where's her store? You might as well pimp it out. Yeah. Kentucky. 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 Oh, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Kentucky. So they're in Kentucky. You know the town? or No. I've okay. never been there. All right. My dad likes to go all the time. Way to take care of your customers. Anyways. <laughs> I, don't get to, I don't get to travel that much. They'll tell us, they'll tell us once, it gets, when it, once it gets to the air. She's now, saying hi. Listen, when he, after the show, his dad's going to come, bro, you don't know our customers in Kentucky, man? You, man, you should know where your customers are, man. Her, her Labomo ashtray broke not too long ago. Yeah, I saw that. You know what? I Simpsonville, want... Kentucky. Thank in. you. I want to let you know that when I saw that, I went and looked through all our, our, our my so stuff. Try to, to find one? To see if I had an old Labomba ashtray. I was going to send it to her. I, I had did. one that was super dirty. I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was really looking through my, my stuff to see wow. if I could send her one. I was going to send it out of the blue, freak her out. But I did. we didn't have one lying around. I, I tried. Oh, no. So, Coop, what's coming up this week on CigarCoop.com? Uh, we will finally be finishing up the uh, IPCBR bike recaps. Um, in particular, I have my big recap of all the non-PCA stuff that went on at IPCBR. So you can look forward to that. And I'll also be having a review of the re-release of the Padron number 89 Maduro. Oh. You guys, you guys might be familiar with yeah. A little bit. But they re-released it for the TAA. They re-released it for the TAA. A little bit. A little bit. I've, I've, I've heard of it. I've uh, I've seen it somewhere. Corona, oh, Corona. Like a little bit bigger than Corona. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Yep. All right, thanks a lot, Coop. 
We will talk right, we'll to talk you to. next week. Thank you. Sounds good. My Take man. care, guys. All right. With that, let's see this week. It belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. This week, we belong to the Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. I, I love it, because you don't have to rush. Like, yeah. Do you feel a little pressure to get out like No, a, I, no, I just... 5850? No, I wasn't looking at that. I'm just, I know I can go till noon or whenever I want. Right. But I just, it was just did force you pimp, of habit. Did you pimp Coop's website for the people to check out? Cigar-coop.com. You pimped you. it wrong. It's cigar-coop.com. I know. And I there just, you go. I skipped a hyphen, okay? <laughs> well, that makes a difference. That makes a big difference. <laughs> the figures. Adam forgot what he was going to say. I think the guy that owns cigarcoop.com has it linking to, like, U-Porn or something like that now. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great idea? <laughs> or, or mortgages. Well, somebody, <laughs> or, or mortgages. somebody bought my name website. I always had pauldegraco.com, and somebody bought pauldegraco.net, pauldegraco.tv. Because my buddy thought it was funny to link it to, like, a weird... <laughs> oh, that's... A great. weird, strange pornograph- pornographic website with like fetish porn and nice. stuff like that. That is a great April Fool's Day Yeah, it was Day real prank. great for my career. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody would Google me and they'd find PaulDeGracco.net, click on it and be like, what the hell? That sucks. I, I, I promise you that's the last thing that really affected your career. <laughs> just, just saying. Just well, throw it out there. Here I am. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. All right. This week's inductee, Saul, his, this is a true story. I've seen the video. It's mm. actually absurd. This week's inductee saw his plane and did what we've all thought about doing but would never do. A man in Lagos, Nigeria, somehow found himself on the runway at the nation's busiest airport. According to reports, the pilot of Azman Air Flight spotted the man walking straight towards the plane on the runway as it was approaching for takeoff. Uh, The pilot immediately slowed down as the man wandered around the craft turned off the engines and the man then literally jumped on the engine pulled himself off was getting on the wing of the plane <laughs> to there's, get... a vi- there's a video of this I'm not, we're not making this up uh, the, man, the man climbed his way under the wing and then tried to access the cabin I guess he missed his flight that's what I think they <laughs> have not really wanted to get on huh? I, I guess he missed his flight and he didn't <laughs> want it, you know, the plane taking off without him he was trying to get through the cabin from the outside <laughs> So this is a true story. Uh, a passenger's video of the event has surfaced. It's gone viral. Uh, I mean, we've all been angry when we got into the gate for our flight and the doors were closed. You can and, see the plane. Right? <laughs> so, I, mean, I mean, this dude took it to the next level, bro. I mean, this, you really didn't want to miss this flight. Right? I mean, this guy should get a award. But well, yep. congratulations, Mr. Air Cowboy. You are this week's inductee into the Cigar Insane Asylum, brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. There we go. So how yes. you feeling over there, Eric? I know you're you're always nervous coming on the air. And I don't then... think he was nervous this time. You've been nervous before. He you... told me he was nervous before really he came nervous? out. Ah, yeah, I, I got nervous with this stuff. Really? You're a natural man. We didn't make I you read poetry that, this you. time. No, we, I know. Yeah. I, up, I upgraded. Actually, actually. Yeah. no, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> we used to make him read. He was our poet laureate. We used to make him read po- bad poetry every, every show. But yeah, not done. So what, what's going on? Are uh, you going back to Miami now? Uh, Probably go home. Take me about two hours to get there. Is your wife home waiting for you? Yes, sir. Did she make like a nice lunch for you? Absolutely. Got a nice cold beer waiting for you. Yeah, that's that's, she's the best. Could I take your shoes off and massage your feet? Absolutely. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous, bro. Bullshit. Listen. Don't be jealous. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait five wait, months. Wait, wait, wait. Get some time. Wait, you have to remember, and he's going to laugh because uh, he probably forgot about this, but his dad used to tell me, bro. <laughs> I got the best wife in the world. 
she puts my toothpaste on my toothbrush for me. <laughs> like I, I come in the bathroom and the toothpaste is already on my, my toothbrush. My wife does that for me. Really? Not all the time. But Why? I don't know. It's like a little thing. Sometimes I'll do it for her if I brush my teeth first. It's so... I don't know. It's nice. Your toothbrush is there. It's like you're thinking of me. Okay. She does. I, she that, does. That my is, wife does that. No, no, no. No. That is the weirdest freaking thing I have ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most animated he's been all show. It's just weird, dude. It What's is weird about it? It's like a sweet thing, like, oh, yeah. I made your toothbrush for you. You, you, you pre-wet it, too, right? You pre-wet the toothbrush? Yeah, always so with the water, right, yeah. Right, right, Not with right. saliva. Oh, so you've done it? Once or twice. Wow. See? Yeah, man. Well, you know, you have you have hallway sex to look forward to, right? <laughs> okay. He doesn't know what that <laughs> means. You don't know what hallway sex is? <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Oh, hallway sex is when you finally get to the point where you're married. Then when you walk by each other in the hallway, she looks at you and goes, fuck you. And you look at her and go, fuck you. That's your hallway. Sex. You guys still We're sleep in the there. same bed? We're or? not there yet. Yeah, it's the same bed. Same bed. <laughs> just Call want, back. Wait, just want you to know one of our top fans that I've now convinced him. For, I saw sleep. that. Yeah, I can't I remember who that. it was. But. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm convinced now. I'm sleeping in another bed. <laughs> it's just right. not. It's, uh, yeah, you're just great. friends. Fantastic. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Uh, next week, Omar DeFries of Fratello Cigars and Tobacco Kennedy, Kennedy from Stogie TV to talk oh, about Black Smoke TK's Miami. Oh, here. All right, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he gets Stuggy TV. He's also got a Black Smoke Miami's coming up. Yep, yep. that's what so, he's coming in to talk all right, about. All right, awesome. And, and Omar is coming in the studio? Yeah. He's going to, that's should, what Paul said. Should be another good show. As of right now, he's coming in. I don't know. Everybody, you guys are making me nervous. You're like, wow, he's actually coming in? Uh, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I just thought maybe now that. that is, calls for a beer. You know, NASA has him on call. <laughs> uh, what? No, he's, at, he's totally out now. I, it was a joke. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm Adam, so confused. He used to work for NASA. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. Well, you can ask him about it next week. Yes. When we're here. To on the radio, doing things, and talking to you on Facebook. Till then, and as always, keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. <laughs> Cigar Fairy's making round. Yeah, that's fantastic. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio.